Once upon a midnight dreary, we were pondering, we were weary. <laughs> it doesn't matter what we were doing, because uh, this isn't a poetry reading. This is the Shoot Brothers Podcast, the one and only wrestling podcast in the world, hosted by myself, Mike the Shoot Shepherd, and Cameron Thunderstorm Osborne. That's right. Summer's leaving us. It's getting crazy out there. It's getting crazy out there. It's getting crazy in here, of course. Another Thunderdome. <laughs> oh, in the Thunderdome. Uh, oh, God, the Thunderstorm Dome. It just lands. Maybe that could be Cameron Thunderdome <laughs> Osborne. Oh, yeah. Why didn't I think of that? Uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. We may have found a new nickname. Uh, yeah. Another great week, Mike. This, uh, oh, my God, I feel like we can just kind of kick up our Things feet. Are hot. We can kind of kick up our feet and for, for once, for the first time in a long time, enjoy uh, the wrestling week with no with no deadlines, nothing to be set. Uh, we're sort of you know built. There's nothing going on right now, and we get to uh, really focus in on uh, some of the shows that we might have been neglecting for the past little while. Uh, yeah, but I mean, there's always there's always more going on. There's always more going on. Uh, let's kick off the week. Let's crown a new champion, shall we? Let's crown a new Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the tweet of the week. Twitter. 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 Um, this is fantastic news because uh, this is actually a previous tweet of the week champion who now there's a lot of one-time tweet of the week champions. It seems like there's there's like forty of them, but uh, <laughs> there's not many kind of like multiple-time champions. So this is great to have uh, this uh, this person go from not a one-time but now a two-time tweet of the week champion, uh, none other than AEW CEO Tony Khan. Tony! Tony! Who uh, we actually got to see on camera on this week's uh, episode of Dynamite. Yeah, which was, that might be... <laughs> which was... They don't really... They don't really make a whole mention of him too often, so if you didn't know it was him, you might just be like, who's that dweeb? They say his name, <laughs> they refer to him by name, of course, all that often, but just he was sitting there with them, and, uh, well, anyway, just before, yeah. just before the episode of AEW, uh, started, we got news that we would be getting a main event, best friend, Santana Ortiz, parking lot fight, that was, uh, we knew that was gonna be our main event, and just before the show started, uh, Tony Khan tweeted out, no commercials in this parking lot fight, by the way, let's fight on. That was great. That was no picture and picture, none no, of that. No picture and picture. No uh, even smaller picture advertisement, which also kind of gets confusing sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and great. Yeah. No. Um, just let you know. I don't know. Just letting us know. Uh, you know how we feel about commercial breaks. Hey, I like it. Tony Khan, your main event. Shouldn't yeah. If you can do book it that way, do it every time. Every also, time. I'm not sure how money changes hands in the world. Of course not. Why would I? Um, but have you noticed that the commercials? I feel like the commercials on TNT uh, during an a during AEW is way cooler than the shit that are commercials on like Monday Night Raw. Have you also kind of noticed uh, this, looking at the picture in picture? I found, I don't know, like last night on NXT, I caught myself a couple times watching the commercial instead of the match. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what am I doing? Because the, the I don't even remember what it was, but I was slightly intrigued. I guess. <laughs> the TNT commercials are all, uh, so currently it's all NBA playoffs. I don't think, I think the feed I was watching last night just had the AEW logo during commercials. Okay, I was, was watching, like I, must have been, I must have been watching a live feed from the States, or like from TNT. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it, it was getting like NBA playoffs, and then I guess TNT 
fucks around playing Disney movies all the time. So it's just like Saturday afternoon movie. We're doing Ant Man, or they like stick around after <laughs> AEW. It's going to be like this, you know, this kind of Di- Star Wars. Uh, what's the the eight episode eight, uh, The Last Jedi? Yeah, I think. And it was just that that was going on after TNT <laughs> after AEW last night. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The cool the commercials seem cooler. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's fine with me. And JR, even once in a while during the show, he'll plug it. Like, hey, don't forget to watch uh, Starship Troopers tonight on TNT. And it's fun to hear the TNT NBA crowd, like when that little advertisement pops up and then Kevin Harlan has to talk about, like, John Moxley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, my son loves Jungle Boy. And all, all this, Someone like, said that. All this, all this kind of fun stuff. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Uh, Thank That's God! Great. Thank God for TNT. Um, let's move on with the week, though, because while we're on the subject of the TNT AEW people plugging each other, uh, football season's back. It is football uh, season is back. We are heading into week two tonight. Yes, the, the The Buccaneers are zero and one. Tom Brady is in shambles. <laughs> Brady's in shambles. Uh, Mike, do you have a favorite? <laughs> do you have a favorite football team? Uh, not like uh, die hard, but I think mostly if I pick, if I were to pick one, probably the Seahawks, just based on my group of friends and who they kind of follow, and I, I watch the games with them and cheer for them. Yes, Al so. Allen is a Seahawks fan. Yeah, he's I, mostly uh, the one, and I then recall. he got me and Ryan into them, I guess. But uh, and and they're a good team to like, you know. They're a good team to like. We know Russell Wilson's a very likable quarterback. Little guy works hard. <laughs> <laughs> Little guy works hard. Russell Wilson. Um, that's fantastic. Well, yeah, you know, Miami Dolphins yeah. fans. Just You're the Dolphins, yes. Very, you know, much like the Leafs. It's, uh, you know, you're loyal. Oh, you got to be loyal to the loyal, bad times, baby. The good times. Loyal. They got history. They've got. Uh, Dan. Uh, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> They've got history. Um, they were in Ace Ventura <laughs> prominently. <laughs> Anyways, with football being back, of course, when uh, when you tune on, when you turn on to Fox, they have that like large robotic yes, animation he was on guy. On WWE last year, who um uh, who's on Fox? So you know, if you're gonna, if if we, if we have, if we're on Fox and we have the little robot technology, let's move it on over to SmackDown. <laughs> Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. We used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Well, remember at the draft last year, he was there high-fiving in the boardroom. He's high-fiving people in the room. Uh, Football's back. The little robot man is back. and uh, Little. Or big robot man, I yeah. guess. I guess yeah, because probably normal size He's robot like, in terms of like robot sizes, you know. Like, wow. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> let's kick off SmackDown. Uh, <laughs> where? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where so the show opens with Roman Reigns, I think, and Paul yeah. Heyman. The big dog and his. Uh, I don't know. If it was like a cartoon, Roman would be the big bulldog. Hangman would be the little yippy one. Yeah, yeah, I'm still going with a little animal farm thing. Uh, oh, yeah, the pig. The pig. Yeah, where... Um, Smarter, but... Uh, Paul Heyman, yeah, is the little, like, Stalin-type character, and Roman <laughs> Reigns is the uh, the loyal dog companion yeah. who protects and... <laughs> All right, the dog and the pig are coming out. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, just cutting a promo about the last couple weeks and having to face Jay Uso. A clash of champions. So Oost comes out, cuts a nice promo of his own about facing his blood for the title, and he's hyped. 
And he like thanks Paul Heyman, but Heyman's like, hey man, it wasn't me. Roman was the one who asked for you to be the replacement for Big E. So uh, Roman's just like, yeah man, you don't gotta thank me. I'm proud of you. The whole family's proud of you. You earned this. You're gonna be in a main event. But uh, I'm gonna whoop your ass just like when we were little kids. But Oos just says, we ain't kids no more. We grown men. And then, of course, King Corbin has to come out because, I don't know, he interrupts every segment. He, that's what he does. <laughs> that's how we get screen time. Yeah. He so Corbin comes out and he goes, ah, this whole thing's a setup. Seamus comes out. And uh, I think it's safe to say this costume is his new gimmick now. The, uh, the well, what would like, you call uh, it? I'd call it like an, like a, it's like a Gangs of New York yeah. style yeah. Irish <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think brother. of a one word without being derogatory to. <laughs> uh, yeah, or it's it, yeah. yeah. Fuck, what is it? Yeah, like he's I, a shiny. It, I'm making up a word. But. I'm gonna stick with gangs of New York style. Right. Um, that's you know, kind <laughs> of like the Irish Peaky Blinders. Yeah, he's got the tilted hat, the overalls, everything. Uh, so he's yeah, complaining. Like he doesn't like it. So. Yeah. Anyways, Uso says, "How about me and Roman face the two of you later?" So we'll see that. The old opening seg to set up the ending seg. Yeah. Uh, but we got a was it a title match? Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles. I, I'm fairly certain match. this was an actual title match. Yeah. Uh, but it was 9/11 as well, so Jeff Hardy had some nice American flag face paint. Yeah, I think they kicked off the show with a little. Uh, graphic yeah Yeah. uh but before the match could start Sami Zayn comes out he's complaining uh he's still calling himself the real champ when adam pierce has him escorted away so anyways we get the title match things are going all right styles is looking for that phenomenal forearm but Sami Zayn comes out hits him causes the dq uh and then he hits hardy and runs off so this is all just going to lead to a triple threat i think yeah the the ultimate ic title triple threat yeah. Uh, shouts out to Clash Pierce, of um, Pierce? A- Adam Pierce stepping in, finally taking some control. Yeah, uh, somebody, somebody's and been Zane still to snuck control. away though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he still found a way to get out. Sami Zayn looking good. He's looking good, but yeah, Pierce, uh, he's no Regal when it comes to authority. Regal, when Regal tells you what to do, you do it. Yeah, we're not quite. We're not. <laughs> yeah, we're not. We don't quite respect Adam Pierce yet. We'll get yeah. there. We'll get there. Uh, Nakamura, Cesaro, they face Lucha House Party. Everything's going well when uh, Street Profits appear on the screen, just partying in the back, which distracts Cesaro. Kalisto rolls him up, gets a three. Now, just for uh, statistics' sake, does this count as a a brand-to-brand invitational selection? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say... Because you know, they, they were, were on just, the screen. We didn't see yeah. them in person. Just they could have been say, anywhere. Oh, yes, that partying yes. could have been anywhere. Exactly. I just, wanted everyone to, I just wanted everyone to be on the same page about what's happening. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good. Uh, then Bailey comes out because she has to address the attack, the vicious assault she made on Sasha last week. And she says, everyone's been asking about Banks, but nobody asks about me. Well, I'll tell you how I feel. I loved every second of attacking my best friend. I'm not an idiot. I knew what she was thinking all along, waiting for the right time to strike. But guess what? I was using you. And that's how I became Bailey Dose Straps and the first ever Grand Slam champ, longest reigning SmackDown champ, everything. Uh, but now she's useless to her. So just a scathing promo and 
Bailey's going to walk away, but then Nikki Cross comes out because she's got a match next. But uh, Bailey, just being a bad girl, nails her from behind with a chair. Smacks her. Yeah. So between the break, uh, Alexa Bliss comes out. The medical staff, they're tending to her, but she says she can go. Which leads us right into uh, Fatal 4-Way. Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss, Tamina, and Lacey Evans. Winner gets that title shot against Bailey at Clash of Champs. Now, this is where I uh, I, I paused mentally in, in, in the show, right? Uh, could use, like, five more minutes of this whole Bailey thing. She what, more promo? Yeah, she could have kept going. She she, she had my have. she had my yeah. attention, and this is where. Yeah. So yeah, so this Nikki Cross, Tamina, Lacey Evans, Alexa Bliss, um, and it took me a second, and I was like, shit. Okay, uh, I remember just before payback, there was some kind of weird thing where it was like one competitor took on both Sasha Banks and Bailey, and then it was like a beat the clock challenge thing, and I was trying to remember who that was, and I was like, oh shit, Naomi pinned Bailey. Uh-huh. Like two weeks ago, right? It's like three weeks ago. Yeah. Um. And this took me a second because I don't like we haven't. I just didn't know how she wasn't in this match. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I would have. I would have subbed her in for Tamina. Or late. Or even like the way you know that people have been on television. Like Lacey Evans also has kind of you know fallen off the charts and throw her in. And so no, let's not get too crazy. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. I'm just. I gotta stick up. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, Naomi, you definitely would have thought. Uh, Weird, you know, eh? Omega, yeah, uh, yeah I don't right. know, I don't know. But uh, hey, we're Good not point. booking. We're not booking this stuff. No. But uh, anyways, Nikki Cross, she's a little beat up, but she thri- fights through the pain. Her and Bliss are teaming up for a little bit. Uh, but then Alexa just grabs Nikki and the sister Abigail and plants her onto the floor. So I love it. First time uh, we've seen her do that move. And- yeah. And then she just kind of walks off in a trance, leaves the whole match, leaves the Thunderdome. So she doesn't care. She's just, I don't know, whatever the fiend's got on her. Yeah, that was, like a, uh, that was, a, that was a satisfying moment. Yeah, they're, they're cooking this one. It's a slow burn, but they're not over. Yeah, that it. was like, hoo-hoo, okay, here yeah. we go. Um, yeah, which no, Sister Abigail, which I guess is kind of like a, it's like a crossroads, but you're facing the other way. Yeah, you know, yeah, you could call it a variation. But, and, or you ki- or or is it a crossroads? But you have to, you kiss him first, and then you spin the other. <laughs> <laughs> and then you spin. It's still different. Yeah, like the crossroads, you got him in like the uh, reverse DDT. Yeah, it has that. It has it has a that similar kind yeah, of look. Similar landing where you're like, yeah, yeah, it's but, a good uh, one. Anyways, uh, so Bliss is gone. Lacey and Tamina they team up. Uh, Lacey hits her big moonsault, but Nikki breaks the pin up. Soon after, she hits her big neck breaker on Lacey, but. Tamina breaks that up, uh, goes for a super kick, but Nikki avoids it. Rolls up Tamina, gets the three count. So Nikki is getting another shot at that uh, SmackDown. Another game. shot. She keeps getting shot after shot after shot after shot. After. Yeah, you know she. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think she'll win it yet either. But yeah, and I feel, and I think you know this maybe this will maybe be like the third title opportunity she's had. She, you, we, you never, it never felt like she was going to win any of them. No. Yeah, Bailey's just having this great run, but uh, Nikki will be one of those. She'll get it eventually. She'll plug away, and eventually but, the crowd will be dying for her. But after Sasha, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Long after. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but then we get this uh, vignette. of uh, We don't get to see the woman's face. She's just getting all dressed up, high heels, sparkly outfit. Looks like she's ready to go to the club. A little fur coat. Uh, my guess is Carmella. What that's what that's what I was. That's what I was thinking too. I w- or I w- yeah. my thought was really like, okay, 
white woman we haven't seen in a long time. <laughs> and then uh, really kind of came down to Carmilla. Yeah. I think someone even spotted one of her tattoos. Uh, like, hey. That's what gives it away. So, But yeah, we haven't seen her in a while. Come back a little fresh and gimmick. We'll, uh, I mean, probably still most of the same, but be more fabulous. Well, yeah, I think maybe like a, yeah, like a, like a upscale version of the Staten Island thing. Yeah, be more snobby. Yeah, like less wearing a baseball cap, a flat-brimmed baseball cap. Yeah, oh, she would never wear that. Now no, more exactly. Gucci bags. That's what and... we're looking, that's what I'm thinking too, yeah. <laughs> Carrying like, a little purse. Maybe yeah, a, little a little dog baggy, in the little purse. clutch, yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, they call it a clutch. <laughs> <laughs> that goes inside the purse. Right. I don't know. Ladies, email us, let us know. <laughs> uh, on to the next. Otta, Otis. Otis versus John Morrison. Uh, in the middle of the match, Morrison tosses the money in the bank lunchbox to Miz, and he runs off with it. Uh, but back in the ring, Otis hits the Caterpillar and the Vader Bomb to get the win. And then backstage, Otis opens the briefcase, revealing that the real lunchbox was inside that with the contract all along. So... He got them, I guess. Yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on here, but uh, yeah, it's getting a little goofy. What the hell's going on uh, here? Um, <laughs> well, I mean, wasn't uh, Otis you know, super hot at Money in the Bank? Wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe now that Roman Reigns is champ, they're like, well, we can't have Otis beat Roman. So, so what's so what's going to happen to this? Is there a chance that this uh, contract just kind of goes unused, or Otis certainly losing no. it in a? some kind of match i think eventually well he's got till like may or something mm -hmm. so got a good time he'll either cash it in and fail on roman or maybe he'll lose the contract to miz and then he'll fail who knows right i guess yeah. it's think. i guess it's just thinking like who versus roman do we think is the best match like is otis versus roman is it john morrison versus roman is well, it it'd be uh, kind of it would be kind of interesting for if Roman just went on this streak against mid-carders, like Jey Uso to Otis to Morrison, to be kind of interesting. Right, without anyone, <laughs> without, like, a top... I mean, it's so funny, like, Roman Reigns and... Be like... I'd say The Fiend are the top guys on SmackDown, but... Yeah, Daniel Bryan, whenever he comes back. Yeah, where's Daniel Bryan? I think he's at home with his newborn. He's a, he has a new kid? Yeah. Oh, the, uh, that's so um, nice. I think it's a boy so now we've got one of each in the family fantastic we're still waiting wait whose kids are we waiting to take on each other it there's was a whole like, generation now. It's, uh, <laughs> it was the miz like, daniel right, bryan the miz and uh, daniel bryan's respective daughters that'll be the built-in feud yeah. and i think uh what one that i'm personally looking forward to is the roderick strong marina shafir son <laughs> uh for him to come up i think that'll be uh i think that'll be a strong a strong hey. uh, neck-breaking child. Back-breaking. <laughs> uh, yes. All you kids out there, follow your parents. Yeah, follow your parents' dreams. Wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then we go to the Firefly Funhouse, where Bray's talk about Roman Reigns. and You know, the Funhouse is missing the Universal title. And then he walks over to a box and tells us that the newest member of the Funhouse is in there. So please welcome Pasquale, the persevering parrot. Uh, he opens the box, but nothing comes out. He looks inside and is horrified because, uh, yeah, he finds out he should have cut some air holes. But <laughs> Oh, well. Just tosses it away. Moves on. But then uh, the Vincent man devil pops in the door, cuts into Bray, just tells him he can't handle the funhouse on his own. So he better cooperate. 
cooperate with the new special advisor. Uh, and then up pops in this uh, walrus, Paul Heyman character, wobbly walrus. And Bray just does the home alone face and goes, oh, no, to be continued. Yeah, to be continued. Who is this uh, wobbly, <laughs> wobbly walrus? And who was uh, who was Pasquale supposed to be? I yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever find out. Uh, Pasquale but. is an Italian like name. Uh, I mean, Pat. Like you would call that person Pat in a or Pascal. Or uh, is that just a different name? I think it's a different name. Okay. So who's named Pat <laughs> that we can rip on? Well. Instead, we're getting Wobbly Walrus, so we'll see what he's doing next week. Uh, but let's go main event time. King Corbin and Sheamus teaming up against Jey Uso and Roman Reigns. But uh, Jey gets jumped during his entrance. And uh, much like Payback, the match just starts two-on-one. No Roman Reigns. He works uh, short. You know, short yeah. shifts. Well, he works short shifts, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of like, uh, you know, like he's playing hockey out there. Yeah, he's the the fourth line grinder. Yeah, even though he's the champ. Uh, anyways, uh, he's uh, he's a closing pitcher. That's what he is. That's he what he is. He's, gonna, he's getting that save. <laughs> yeah, uh, but Uso's doing his best. Uh, two on one's a lot to handle. Sheamus has got him lined up for the bro kick when Roman's music hits, and he just comes casually strolling out. But uh, the distraction's enough for Uso to gain control. He hits a super kick. Goes up top for the splash, but Roman tags in. So Uso hits the splash, and then Reigns gets in the ring, hits a spear, gets a three count. So Roman helps Uso up, and they walk away as winners. Uh, and yeah, Uso just raises his hand at the top of the ramp, but Reigns glares at him. Bark and barks a little bit. Man, goes, ruff, ruff, like the, when you tell your dog to be quiet, and he sneaks that last little. Oh, yeah, that last little, like, it's like, it's like a teenager yeah. saying, whatever. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but yeah, the big dog and his uh, cousin. There they are. In uh, in in a pretty good in a good ending to a pretty good episode of SmackDown. Yeah, you know this will be a fun feud. And of course or, that that's so. happening the next next weekend. Yeah, a week from Sunday. A week from Sunday. 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 Yeah. Clash of Champions. Gold rush. Gold. Gold. Yeah, this has been the rush. year of the subtitle. And uh, speaking of subtitles, uh, <laughs> if you uh, let's, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know. I had well, there's a, one one final piece of news. Okay. <laughs> for SmackDown. Oh right. Get to the. No, go I think for I know it. where you were going. Uh, they didn't mention it on the show, but right after on Talking Smack, we find out that Mandy Rose is on the move. The Golden Goddess has been traded to Raw. Uh, the Miz crashed the set of Talking Smack to break the news, and uh, I guess just part of their plan to fuck with Otis. So, uh, Jeez. They what does that mean? Wait, so Mandy Rose has to move over to Raw so she can, uh, so she can further a man's storyline? Well, it was Come a trade. On, we don't know Come what SmackDown on. got back yet. Future considerations. Future considerations. It's always future. Didn't we? Didn't AJ Styles get traded over for future considerations? Yeah, and eventually, I think they it ended up being Ziggler and Rude. Oh right, I th they did see that one through. Eventually, but still, I'd take one AJ at this point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yes. So that's as you were. 
as I were. No, I don't even. I don't even know where I were. You're talking about subtitles. You were talking. Um, yeah, subtitles. Uh, you know the. Uh, you know the Star Trek reboots. You know they had Chris Pine and a couple other. J.J. Abrams did them. Uh, yeah, I think I saw good. the first one. Yeah, the first. Uh, first one. The third one was also very good. Uh, but the second one is the one that I want to focus on. Uh, Star Trek Into Darkness. <laughs> now, what sets this film apart from most other sequels or uh, movies with subtitles, you know, Indiana Jones, colon, <laughs> The Last Crusade, <laughs> um, is that Star Trek Into Darkness has no colon in the middle. It is just Star Trek Into Darkness. It's, hmm. it's, it's, so, it's so refreshing to see, to see them just have a new title for something, right? Uh, how that relates to what I'm going to say next, I don't know. That's just my comment about <laughs> subtitles. It's ready to get, are you ready to get in your face? Yes, that's what I was looking for. I don't even, this is, this is a whole new wrestling program. We're going to need a new theme song for it. This isn't Monday Night Raw anymore. No, we're, this is in, in your, in, 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 in your, your face. face. Let's get What? What does it mean? I don't know. Oh my god! I in my face, in your, in 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 my face, in your face, in red face, and blue face. Do you think kids ever say that these days? Like in your face? Yeah, Not I wonder. Insult. I don't. Uh, I don't talk to many children, nor should I be talking <laughs> to children. But uh, yeah, I wonder if that's if that's still sticking around the schoolyard. In your face. Yeah. I mean. Uh, what? What exactly is the insult? I don't know. Our kids still, yeah, like making fun like of each you other. Like dunked without... on him so good. Like, oh, that ball was in your face. You couldn't even stop it. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, or, you know, it's coming at you in your face. Yeah, our kids still <laughs> making fun of each other without it being considered bullying. Uh, uh, you know, just trash know. talk on the playground that has nothing to do with, you know, your yeah. feelings or anything like that. Yeah, like, I don't... Hey, you're a, you're a dinkle puss. Yeah. Suspended. <laughs> dinkle yeah. It's well, harmless. If I was a vice principal, I'd be like, "Damn, that's a that's a new. Maybe I've never not. heard Dinklepuss before." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you you get the elevator key for the day. <laughs> elevator key. Wow, I thought that was just for the wheelchair kids. Uh, we uh, one time I won the elevator key for a day. Um, you when, can win it. Yeah, it, doing the uh, remember like the magazine <laughs> drive. I'm sure you also did yeah. that, like the magazine. I won campaign. like a. Yeah, one like a stuffed lion. Yeah, they would sort of have various kind of uh, things every single day, you know, like, or, you know, it would be, I don't know, fucking, you get a free chocolate milk or uh, you get to wear, <laughs> or you get the uh, the principal's chair for a day. That was a big Ooh. one. So, uh, you know, it was the nice rolly chair, leather with the arms or elevator key <laughs> for a day it was also a prize. And I, uh, oh, God. And, and well, Mazo is a three level school. Indeed. Exactly. So uh, uh, getting so up what? there, must you could be... just fuck around, or would they be like, "All right, come on"? No, it was you... like, yeah, yeah, it was like, "Here's the elevator key," but I, I mean, it was still yeah, elementary. Like you school. can go up and down once, and then no, right. no, it was like you know, you can go from class to class. You can take it, <laughs> take it when you have to take the stairs, but you can't just sit in the elevator and just press like three, two, three, one, two. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, this got uh this got off the rails. Um I guess it was too much in my face. There was too yeah. much of there was too much man meat in my face. Um because Drew McIntyre 
kicks off this week's show, and I thought to myself, damn, imagine taking a Claymore to the face. That was my first well, thought. That was uh, my first thought. Imagine that. That was, yeah, and didn't he talk about how he accidentally invented it when his pants split and he didn't want his fellas showing off, so he <laughs> lifted the other leg? And then... Or was that last week? I, I, that must have been last. I think that was last week. It was a little... Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> but it could, be, but anyway, it could be entirely true. It could be. Uh, but he's here. He's talking about Orton and getting his jaw broken and the both of them leaving in ambulances. So Drew proposes that their title bout uh, be an ambulance match, which I think I might have predicted last week after all these ambulances. I think, um, you're, yeah, I think we instead we, maybe we should call it a uh, local medical facility match. <laughs> yeah. uh, because, <laughs> because, of course, I guess first to end up in the ambulance or... Yeah, you have to put them in and shut both doors, and then the ambulance drives away. <laughs> just somebody just waiting, like kind of like they're they're keeping. They got it in park. They kind of like just yeah. ready to go. As soon as they feel those doors shut, they just yeah. That's the job. The That's siren. the job I want. Ah, uh, but then Drew he puts up his own little photoshopped image of just wrestlers beat up in hospital beds. Brock Lesnar had a little teddy bear with him. Uh, <laughs> the old bandage head. What happened to Brock? There. Is he coming back anytime soon? Uh, maybe not till crowds come back. Right. Who knows? Uh, but anyways, Adam Pierce comes out. He's all over the shows. He's interrupts him and says, Orton may not even be able to face you at the pay-per-view. So uh, now your match tonight with Keith Lee means a lot more because if he beats you, he uh, he might get a shot at the title. Depends if Orton can make it or not. So we'll see. I like to think Adam Pierce is kind of uh, like the manager of the Thunderdome. Like this ah. is sort of his job is to like he, you know, kind of they gave him the keys, as it were. And I was yeah. like, you need to make sure that this place is a chill place, you know, and he has he has some he has a couple security guards now with him. Um, I think, you know, a couple guys in the black T-shirts and the black pants. So uh, yeah. maybe he's just trying to keep law and order the best he can. Well. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Keith Lee comes out. He just gets in the ring, shakes Drew's hands, and they both do the whole walk away, hold on, add the tension. Tension! <laughs> but then we get our uh, Street Profits versus Nakamura and Cesaro, our invitational. It's here. Mark it down, folks. Mark it. Mark it. Uh, and Dolph Ziggler was on commentary this week he for a chunk of the show, not just one match, but... He had to leave later, but yeah, he did okay. Yeah, he's an yeah, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. Uh, anyways, this tag match was pretty fun. Uh, Cesaro and Montez—they had some great shit going on. Just uh, tiny Montez flying super high in the air. Cesaro tossing him super uppercuts everywhere. Uh, and Dawkins looked pretty good too. He looks like he slimmed down a bit. He was he was moving quick out there. He was the one that actually hit the finishing frog splash to get the win for the Street Profits. It's funny you say that. I also think I noticed he looks a little less, uh, a little, or maybe a little more, what's, a little more mobile. That's the way you would, yeah. that's the way you yeah, say Yeah, he that. was hitting a couple, moving a little quicker, some corkscrew elbows, some cool moves in there. So. Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura are so skilled that you would never know that they're both like 40. <laughs> yeah. You would never know. And how you can do this for so long and the two of them, these guys never miss time. They're, I feel like they're on television every week. Now they're doing both shows. Uh, incredible, incredible. These uh, these tag belts are still not unified, though. 
Uh, yeah, they got a week to announce that if they plan on doing that. If that's so, you know maybe otherwise. this can be you know this can be the rematch at Clash of Champions maybe. Uh, yeah, I mean they got to put him on the show, so it could happen. So, hopefully, uh, but then we go backstage. Lana is talking to Angel Garza, complaining about Mickey James getting the title shot instead of Natalia, and then Garza just trying to sweet talk Lana until Vega. And Andrade, they interrupt. They're getting pissed off. Garza just says, I'm tired of this shit every week. Every being blamed for every setback. And I'm sick of it as well. This group has died over the summer. Yeah, Dead. what happened? What happened to this whole, <laughs> uh, to the Vagabonds, uh, Latino heat, whatever we there wanted to call it. There was a few weeks it. when they were the top of the show for us. And, but. but then the Andrade Coke addiction, the Coke suspension happened. <laughs> and then next wow. thing we know, uh, yeah, this, this, I feel like this kind of, this could have gone so many places. Yeah, but then it's just same shit every week. They just argue, they fight. We break up, we make up, I hate you, I love you. I wonder why. And in, in that period of time, it sort of feels like, um, you know, the, the the Monday Night Messiah stable. You know, I mean, Austin Theory was there. I guess there, there were yeah. three guys. AOP you know, is gone as well. They've been released. They're fully gone. AOP was gone. Um, the Hurt Business has come up. Yes, they are, um, they, they are on the rise. They are the faction that sort of took Business over. Business is booming. Where the Vagabonds, sh I feel like should have, you know, they were, maybe it was their plan first. And yeah. now well, it's not. So We'll address that later because I think Selena Vega feels the way we do. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, speaking of business, the Heart Business, they come out and they've got a full group entrance now. New music, graphics, the gold lights, lasers everywhere. They're looking good. The T-shirts. The t-shirts. Buy yours now, wweshop.com. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite t-shirts in the company right now. Yeah, it looks cool. Just looks slick. But uh, And they're all dressed in suits. Uh, except for Cedric. He's got his ring gear on. But I think he's got a fight later. Oh, thank so. God. I think Bobby Lashley was wearing <laughs> glasses. Yeah, he had he had like the a muscle man suit where it was like a, a coat with one button. It was very loose, yeah. very low neck. <laughs> Uh, I uh, I didn't know uh, he yeah everyone's looking sharp looking sharp looking like a million bucks uh, <laughs> yeah MVP just putting everyone over CEO Lashley he's got the U S title Shelton upgraded from the gold standard to platinum status and Cedric he filled out the proper tax forms so now he's an official member of the Hurt Business uh, Fan it's fantastic to know that uh, the Hurt Business is a legitimate business you know yeah they, uh, he got his uh, his T seventy four he's gonna get his four his four hundred one k his uh, pension <laughs> contributions it's nice to know that uh, it's nice to know that Cedric Alexander is gonna be set for a little bit yeah it's a serious business here but uh, so Cedric talks about turning his back on Ricochet and Apollo but says hey man this is my job I do what I gotta do so Ricochet Apollo come out they interrupt. Say, you turned on us, you sold out. They all jaw back and forth for a bit, which leads us into Ricochet versus Cedric. And uh, I saw a green smiley face dude sitting in the front row of the Thunderdome. No the shit, match. they gave him the front row. Yeah, he was he wasn't dead center like you know, he was a little bit to the left, but he was there. You know what? Somebody, was whoever was making that decision, like that was a conscious decision. Yeah. They're like, oh, front row, smiley face. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> smile. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, I fucking found him on Instagram one time. <laughs> Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, I gotta show. You, I gotta show. I gotta. I may have showed you that photo. Anyways, right. uh, it's good to know. That's good to know he's. Uh, yeah, he, he made it. <laughs> Anyways, he was there. Uh, 
And then the match is happening until Cedric hits the lumbar check, gets a three count. It's a huge lumbar check. Yeah. Ricochet just fucking bounced right off that thing. Oh, my God. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, but as their heart business, <clears throat> they're celebrating the victory. The lights go out. Retribution logos appear skip. everywhere. I'm using my skip. I'm <laughs> we using, need to know. I'm using my skip. All right. I'm, I'm enacting my veto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, come on. We got to know what they're they're talking. You've been waiting months for some bit. I've been waiting to see though. a face for two months now. You got to see a mouth this week. That was new. That was right? new. A mouth. Uh the retributions here they're talking just saying hey listen up all you you so-called superstars we are the products of the empty promises the once trusted but now we want what's ours we believed our time at the performance center would lead us to fame and wealth but unlike you we won't suck up to the machine we are retribution you know i cut it down for time <laughs> oh, <laughs> there was you, a lot more. oh yeah they could have cut it down for time on the and broadcast on also. Instead. Oh, yeah like the little like all, it's like the uh yeah. the bane voice it was yeah, a little bane masking uh, little, oh, but yeah this time you could even more prominent like there was more open mouth and eye holes you could much more prominently yeah see. there's I, no denying at this point there's no denying dominic dijakovic uh yeah. deal Madden, mercedes and mia mia yim and then I yeah. guess the fifth is the one that we're... Yeah, I think it might have been Shane Thorne or something. Shane Thorne? That's a name I haven't heard in a, in a while. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Um, uh, yeah. But okay. yeah, so hopefully they'll cut another piece off the mask next week and when, <laughs> soon enough. Maybe we'll, we'll get a thing. nose and then we get yeah. like a... Then, then uh, you know, in a few weeks, they're just kind of wearing, you know, those little like masquerade, like New Orleans... Ah, style yeah, mask little, it's with just the like stem a, you gotta hold the, the stick <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, they're holding up the stick uh while i'm thinking about it though um there's this massive lumbar check that candace larray takes from cedric alexander in a uh fucking match from years and years and years <laughs> ago it's yeah. also pretty she it's also a pretty damn good uh <laughs> receiving of a of a maneuver yes but uh, just pops yeah, this... up. He just they she just pops like four feet in the air off. Of, it's 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 wild. It's wild. It's got a strong lumbar. I, you know, I don't know how you do it, but uh, goddamn. <laughs> but uh, no, this retribution promo. This should have happened like week three. <laughs> <laughs> week three. I so agree. Because, uh, yeah. I wonder we should for next week let's check how like what 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 when Retribution's debut was. I'm going to oh, I'm going to do that I'm because gonna, I feel like this yeah. has been going on for a long time. It's this year's uh Roman Baron Corbin. Yeah, I I, I feel like it was July at least. Possibly. I don't know, but uh or like anyways. or like or I I would have to say the first uh technical glitch because i guess that would have been their initial shit that they were doing right yeah we'll have to look into that we'll look into that but uh backstage the hurt business approach approach adam pierce and say hey man you gotta upgrade the security here so uh how about using the hurt business he's like oh cool thanks for volunteering he's like oh, oh. <laughs> no 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 we'll send you the bill this is the business come on for a price, uh, for a price. Everyone's got a price. Mm -hmm. But uh, we got a Raw Women's Championship match here. Asuka defending against Mickey James. And, uh, you know, it was uh, 
you know, they, they got a few minutes to work. We we're having an okay time. Some stiff strikes here and there. Uh, so, and then the finish is the really weird part when they're just kind of wrestling around. Mickey's going for a pin. Asuka gets her in the Asuka lock. And then Mickey tries to roll over into a pin. And then the ref just rings the bell. And uh, I didn't see Mickey tap out. I don't think anyone did. Even Mickey just looks at the ref like, what the fuck? Um... Uh, so they just kind of play with it. The referee says, Mickey cannot continue. Oscar wins. Commentary seemed confused by the finish as well. I I, I was I was also confused over here. Yeah. I just kind of like assumed. I don't know. I don't know why I assume. I mean, shit. I think she was supposed to tap out a couple seconds later anyways. It just was a really weird. Maybe like after the roll or something. Yeah. God damn. It's hard to be a, it's hard to be an official in any sport. Let's just get that. No, out. there's no excuse the for this. I fired this guy, I'd say. Along with Baldy over in AEW. Uh, <laughs> right, wasn't that a... Fireball offense. Right, well, who who did Pac do the Black Arrow on, though? I can't remember who it was. Uh, but yeah, it, it was just like, it wasn't somebody important enough. It wasn't no. in the Kenny match, it wasn't in the Orange no. Cassidy match, it was in like a... It was just a regular Dynamite match. Right. Was, yeah, someone like, I don't know, Trent. God damn, I saw this... Highlight. I guess Mike, you would remember when this happened. When I guess it was the it was the match to, for the Universal Championship after. Uh, after Balor got hurt. After Balor got hurt, and I guess Neville and Seth Rollins were involved in this match in some capacity. Mm-hmm. And he hits and he hits him with the red arrow, and the crowd is going. Oh, and the fucking foot goes on the rope. Nuts! The crowd is yeah, going. That insane. was. Same. Yeah, it was one of the biggest near falls of that. And even that whole, and even the way that like he pins him, the way that you know, like he really rolls perfect. over in that. He pulls him just a bit too far. Oh, the toe touches my the rope. God! And then like even like the ref doesn't uh, doesn't hit the three, yeah. and then but the crowd already shouts three and is going nuts. And then yeah, oh was, my god, that was a huge it moment. Was a great moment. And that shows how bad they fucked up with Nelly. I think it, po- he, I think it popped the up. The crowd bought into him. As it it popped yeah. up on my Instagram like Discover page for some reason. And I was just like, yeah. holy shit, this looks awesome. Was, the whole match was awesome. Awesome match. Awesome spot. Yeah, what a fun time that was. <laughs> <laughs> God, what a fun time that was. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I brought that well, one Neville, up. Because I, I feel like uh, that Neville was gone for a year and now he's gone for another year. We feel like we, the world hasn't gotten nearly enough of him. The wrestling world. Yeah, the wrestling. Yeah, the it's wrestling so world benefits from Neville Pac. Neville, Neville Pac. Yeah. Uh, but then Zelina Vega comes out to cut a promo on Asuka, and she's been thinking about the future, my future. I've been wasting some of the best years of my career managing these selfish ingrates. Uh, yeah, just like you, Asuka. You're an ingrate. You were head of that title. But you've been reckless defending against anyone, the stars of yesterday, instead of the best in the business today, me. So uh, don't even bother asking me if I'm ready for Asuka, because I'm here to tell you that I'm ready for that. And she points at the title. Asuka yells at her in Japanese. So Vega slaps her and runs off. So I love it. This is exactly what we were saying earlier. Vega needs to get away from those losers and start doing shit her own way. 
It's uh, totally agree, and you know we the the, the no shame in losing. Uh, certainly, uh, you know if she puts on a good performance. I don't I don't believe she could beat Oscar, but you put on one hell of a show. And yeah, uh, she's tiny. She can take some great bumps. Maybe I'll think that you can do it one day. And it's exactly that. We haven't seen Zelina Vega much wrestle. I mean, we don't see her wrestle because she's yeah. been managing the Vagabonds. If the Vagabonds were doing great. You know, she could still be thriving in that managerial role. Maybe they just really like her, and they're like, you know, we got to keep we got to keep the focus and attention on Zelina Vega because she's uh, yeah. she's gonna crush it in one way or another. So uh, hopefully, yeah. hopefully that's a good match at the at the Gold Rush. Yeehaw! Yeah, I'm excited. Yeehaw. I'm excited. It's a unique matchup. Yeehaw! And a new ma- f- freshen it up. What are we always freshen saying? it up? It'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, Vega, yeah, she's, she'll do some dirty heel tactics. It'll be nice. Hopefully. Maybe even Aleister Black. Maybe they can start working together. They're both heels. Ooh. But uh, Bobby Lashley's taking on Eric of the Viking Raiders. And uh, we do get confirmation that Ivar did have a pretty serious cervical injury uh, after that suicide dive last week. Not just a stinger. So he's going to have to have surgery on that neck. He's going to be out for a good little while there. Oh. Poor so, Ivar. Poor Ivar. And by association, poor and, Eric. And, yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, but anyways, Lashley makes pretty quick work of Eric. Gets the submission win with the Hurt Lock, which is official now. No more full Nelson. It's the Hurt Lock. Oh, shit. Mike, I'm so, I'm so No, I'm so sorry. I just got uh, like an email. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> wow. Phone is away. Um, like we said, poor Ivar uh, wishing all the best. Poor Eric wishing all the best. What what happens to a tag? What happens to half a tag when, uh, you know, your other buddies hurt? You just fucking fall off the face of the earth. Now, yeah, which one? Uh, which one's the one that's got a baby on the way? Which, which one's wait? Which one's Ivar? Ivar's uh, the one with the long beard and the long yeah. hair. Okay, got it. Yeah, he's the one that dated Sarah Logan, who's pregnant. I guess. No, I think that's Eric. Ah, uh, is it? Yeah, okay. I think one so. Of. Which one's one the bald one? Bald one is Eric. Yes, then it's Eric. Uh, my okay. God, you think these? But two, he's these two aren't the fucking Usos. Why can't we get this? <laughs> <laughs> uh... Well, anyways, let's cut to Shane McMahon and the bouncer hanging out in the front door mm-hmm. to Raw Underground. When the monster, Braun Strowman, just comes barging in, bouncer goes to step up to him, but Shane says, no, nah, no, nah, it's cool, it's cool. So Strowman's all pissed off, and he says he knows there's some poor bastards in there that he can cave in. So uh, give me your best, man. I'm going in. We'll get back to him. But uh, and then we go backstage. Murphy is talking to Rollins, and, you know, he's all sad about... That gang beating last week with the kendo sticks by the Mysterio family. But Seth just says, that's atonement and forgiveness, my lad. But I've got something very important for you tonight. So be ready. Are you ready? And then he slaps him in the face, grabs him by the beard, just starts scolding him, telling him to stay in the back tonight. I don't want to deal with any of your stupid mistakes again. So this could be, uh, seems like maybe a babyface turn for Murphy here. A little, man can only take so much abuse. A man can only take so much abuse. And you know what? Uh, uh, a solid Murphy match is something the whole, like like Pac, something the whole wrestling world can use. Yeah, we don't get enough. We know what he can do. Uh, and then, as we mentioned earlier, we do get a little promo video for Mandy Rose coming to Raw. We still don't know about what she was traded for. And no mention of a draft this, I think it was around this time last year when SmackDown moved to Fox. We did the whole draft. 
the boardrooms. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think well, I think the two shows are kind of working. Yeah, I mean, there's not really a big. I don't know. Maybe that's why they don't. I mean, the entire tag division's fucked, but I feel, <laughs> but I, but I, <laughs> but I feel like everything else is kind of booked, you know, or or fairly even. Uh, SmackDown's yeah. missing a top face, really. Who's not yeah. the fiend? Because the fiend ha- is the fiend. Yeah, it's like a different can of worms with this guy, you know. Hopefully, it's crazy. Yeah, SmackDown has like two of the biggest stars in Roman and the Fiend. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they're not gonna. I feel like the two of them are not gonna see each other for a while. Yeah, yeah. You know, the Fiend and Alexa—they got their own storyline. They can keep you busy for a while. Oh well, we're all waiting for the Fiend, Alexa, carrying cross, Scarlet thing. That's uh, that's (laughs) that's maybe that's what we're building to right now. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but guess what? We've got a steel cage match here. Seth Rollins taking on Dominic Mysterio. Uh, I thought maybe this would be the main event, but it doesn't matter here. Uh, seems like they set up the cage. Now they like kind of, they used to lower the cage. This time they just kind of like built it in pieces. Yeah, I guess a uh, new setup, new way of doing things. Uh, Thunderdome, yeah. Yeah, maybe this is like the easier way to do it. Like, maybe the way they actually do it, you know, kind of when they're on the road or whatever, is more difficult. Yeah, just leaving a thing hanging there all night. <laughs> yeah, the supports <laughs> and the pulleys and the, and they don't have, like, and they need people to just hold it there all night before, uh, you know, they're shaking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Dominic, once again, he's looking great early on, hitting some big moves, climbing the cage, but then Murphy pops out from under the ring, slides a kendo stick into Seth, so he starts unloading on Dominic. Slamming them around in the cage walls. Uh, the whole Mysterio family just watching from the outside. Uh, Ray had a kiss-inspired mask this week. Is that what, I don't know the members is that of the what band. that was? Yeah, the star over the eye. Oh, that, that. one's not Gene uh, That one is Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley. I knew that name. Uh, not the kitty cat. No one likes the kitty cat. <laughs> uh, Peter Chris. <laughs> Peter Chris. You know the whole band, don't you? Uh, and then... Who's Silver Makeup? No, I think, sorry, I think, no, Silver Makeup was Ace Freely. Ace Freely, okay. There we go. He was the hey, singer. Hey, I did it. I did it. I just... Good, Kiss fan. Look at I'm that. not, though. I don't know. I could only name two members, I think. Uh, Yeah, but I think that's them. Yeah, anyways. Okay. Anyways. Well, good job. Anyways, uh, Dominic rallies back. Rey Mysterio slides a kendo stick into him, so he starts swinging on Rollins for a while. He's fired up. Uh, both men start climbing the ropes up the cage. Rollins kicks Dominic. He lands on his balls on the rope, mm-hmm. but then he pulls Rollins' feet out, so he sacks himself. Both men are just sacked on the ropes, and MVP is like, okay, I'll give the credit. He's crafty. MVP, I thought, was pretty good on commentary. Oh, yeah. He was on commentary. No, in. there was a moment here where he went from like one place to the other very quickly. Like he, at first he was hating on Dominic, and then Dominic won him over, I think. Maybe by the end of the match. Um, And it feels like... Our, well, Dominic is our current rising star. Yeah, he's he's like one of the top baby faces on the show. And you know, really, but you know, I mean, we have that we have Keith Lee, Drew, and Randy at the top of the division. Nobody really kind of picking a side either. Uh, there's you mm-hmm. know, they're all just they're all just hating each other right now. Uh, is Dominic Mysterio th- th- like our top baby face? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's up there. Uh, anyways, Dominic starts crawling towards the open cage door. Ray's there to help him out, but then Murphy attacks Ray. Uh, so Murphy's beating up Ray, and then he turns around to slam the cage door. 
thinking and Dominic's still there, but it's Rollins. So he has nailed his messiah in the head. Dominic starts climbing the other side of the cage, but Murphy runs over, uh, climbs up to stop him. So, uh, yeah, Dominic punches him off, but then he turns around, uh, jumps off the top rope, hits a frog splash for a big two count. Uh, yeah, so Dominic just starts climbing the cage again, but this time Rollins goes after him, hits a big superplex, pulling him down off the top of the cage. But Dominic kicks out of that. So, uh, yeah, the match is coming to a finale here. Uh, soon after, Rollins hits not one, but two curb stomps in a row. And that gets him the pinfall victory. But another excellent performance from Dominic. This kid is a beauty. Another 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 great match for Dominic and Seth Rollins, really. Uh, yeah. Steel, is a steel cage match one of the definitive endings of a thing match? Uh, I mean, you know what I'm saying? yeah, a lot of the time. I think they can move on from each other here. But um, maybe not because... You know, in the aftermath, Seth is just staring down the Mysterio family. Uh, oh, yeah, Seth walks off without Murphy because he's all pissed off at him. Or he slams the cage onto Murphy. He says, how does it feel? You did it to me. So Seth walks off. The Mysterio family go to enter the cage and check on Dominic. But young Aaliyah stops to check on Murphy. What is this? What is this little twist? Not only does she stop to check on Murphy, the camera like a, followed her oh for yeah, a good forty-five her. seconds. And it was like a five. It was like a you know she was very concerned very, for this poor, very concerned injured. over the man that she just berated uh, <laughs> yeah, with kind of six for a good fucking twenty-five minutes. <laughs> yeah, and uh, there was an uncensored f bomb caught in here at one point when Seth was leaving, and Ray just says, "You're fucking dead." Oh shit! I missed that one. Slipped. Yeah, I caught it. But yeah, Aaliyah. What's Aaliyah doing? Is she training to be a wrestler as well? Who knows? Maybe that's you know, maybe this the Mysterio family is the new. What what what's the mom doing? <laughs> maybe. Angie. I bet she could take a bump. I I bet maybe the Mysterio <laughs> family, like we were saying, um, you, you know, the vagabonds are done. The hurt business is coming up. We need a rival stable for the hurt business. Maybe it's just the Mysterios. Maybe. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. This this Murphy Aaliyah. Mm -hmm. There's something there. There better be something. Hopefully. Uh, but then we go raw underground. Dolph Ziggler's in there fighting someone. So I guess that's why he had to leave commentary. But uh, Makes sense. Zig gets the quick win. Then Riddick Moss steps up. They fight around a bit until Strowman just comes charging in. Tosses them both around. Uh, yeah. He, uh, he beats them both up. and then But he was wearing these like bird handling gloves. Like Falcon. Yeah, it's like we're on this like we're on like a new gimmick or something. He's wearing like his tight this like tight t shirt. Shane McMahon, yeah. who like just about like shit himself when Braun's like, let me in. Because, um, yeah, we still see Shane McMahon every single week. And Braun Strowman moving over to the place. I guess um Braun Strowman in the match with the other guy. The other tall, big ass motherfucker who wears a wife beater. Um uh, who's been winning Kai matches. Kato? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I guess the, I guess those two at Raw Underground, um, or no, I was going to say at Clash of Champions uh, pre-show, uh, <laughs> calling it, calling it. That's why I want to see the bouncer. I want to see the bouncer. <laughs> we all want to see the bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to fight. He's so big. Yeah. Uh, anyways, backstage, Charlie interviews Drew McIntyre. Keith Lee comes up. They cross words. They start fighting in the backstage area. 
But then, yeah, we go back to Raw Underground. Strowman's still beating up men. Men among men. Until Titus and O'Neil steps in, but he gets taken down easily. Of course. He was all hyped up, too. <laughs> the bouncer was on his side. He's like, let me in. He's like, I ain't letting you in. He goes, let me in. He goes, all right, boy. So, uh, Kevin Owens versus Aleister Black. Owens gets ambushed during the entrance. Uh, Alistair's wearing long tights now. No more trunks. No more trunks. Uh, he's doing a pirate thing these days, too. Yeah. Um, he, he took the eye patch off after his entrance. I mean, but, well, you guys see, like, his, he's coming out like a pirate, I guess. Yeah. But, it, like but it. it's like a grungy pirate because he doesn't have an eye patch. He just has like a, it's like a towel. Yeah, just <laughs> like a little face towel. Uh, anyways, Alistair, he's in control. But then the lights start flickering. Distracting him, so Owens hits a stunner, gets the win. The lights flickering is the most distracting thing. Uh, when shit starts strobing out, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. yeah. And then we go Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan taking on Natalia and Lana, but they're they're calling them the Riot Squad again. I don't like. It. I thought we were past. That. Right? Didn't we have another name for them last week or something? Yeah, there was. They <coughs> called them the Living Riot. The living Riot. That's what it was. The back of their jackets this week said "Live to Riot." Which is better as, as well. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, Liv to Riot. Damn. You know? Uh, anyways, uh, Liv, she also had this new makeup look. Like these little sparkly tears going down her cheeks. Oh, I don't think I, I, don't cool. think, I, don't think I noticed that. I liked it. Of course. Uh, anyways, out of the match, we had three blondes, a ruby, and a pizza place. I <laughs> 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 hope everyone gets that reference. But, uh, I hope everyone... Born before <laughs> a show that was like two seasons, but anyways, Lana looked good here. Surprisingly, Lana's looking all right, but uh, she eats the riot kick and live to riot get the win. I'm calling them. But then afterwards, Nia Jax comes out, puts Lana through a table, or I could think maybe she was there the whole time on commentary or something. Uh, I I don't know. I think she might have been there the whole time. Uh, poor Lana, who's gonna have to suffer for uh, um, for. Uh, Ru Miro's move. That's what his name was. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get to some of that, but uh, I don't know. At least Lana, she's in matches. Of course, she's working. She's practicing. Natty's a good uh, vet to have. Oh, one your, one uh, of the best. Uh, roost under her wing. <laughs> Before we move on, last night I watched uh, an episode of the X Files, and in the intro is a young uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. And, uh, what does that have to do with wrestling? Uh no uh, no um no so, oh sorry I I'm back on two guys uh two guys growing pizza pie. oh okay uh, <laughs> sorry I thank that, you that's where my mind went I don't think Ryan Reynolds yeah. ever found himself in a in a wrestling ring uh but there were, there's an episode of the X Files where he um you know in the in, you know in the pre credits part there's always like two minutes two and a half minutes where they kind of yeah. explain kind of war you know start explaining what's going on Ryan Reynolds is the uh, the teenage boy who ends up uh, being killed due to a, a couple satanic uh, rituals so. nasty nasty I know I know nasty uh, <laughs> but let's go back to Raw Underground one more time well, do we have Strowman. to Jesus I guess so Strowman's just dominating more uh, I don't know. It's pretty much what you said earlier. He beats up more guys. Kato comes in, goes face to face. But Shane says, no, 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 no. Next week. We're out of here. Time's up. We got to go. So we'll see you next week. Hopefully. But main event time, Drew McIntyre versus Keith Lee. Uh, I noticed during Drew's entrance, they added some stored sounds. Now it goes like. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I'll have to, I'll have to, I guess that's the sound of the Claymore swinging. I'll have to listen to that. 
Um, and also Keith Lee, once again, has slightly changed his gear. The uh, Now he's got like the wrestling the wrestling style top, the low cut neck trunks. Yes, like um, I believe it's called a unitard. Yeah, but he's got shorts on it, though. I think a unitard. Why, why are they a, fucking around? I think a unitard has shorts. Or a singlet. A uh, singlet. That's what it's okay. called. Um, I have a friend who owns a singlet, and yes, <laughs> it has the it, like it has like it looks like booty shorts. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. They're just fucking. Eventually, they're just gonna let him take his shirt off because they're just cutting away. Well, maybe that's what. Yeah, that's what it is, right? So we need the singlet thing, and then he has to do like the Kurt Angle, you know, take the sleeves off, and then everyone's gonna be like, then that's when the that's what the <laughs> pop is when Keith Lee takes his shirt off, drops a big old spirit bomb. Well, I'll see. But uh, anyways, we get a pretty evenly fought match here until Retribution come out, surround the ring. So the ref just bails, commentary bails. And uh, yeah, Lee and Drew, they just get beaten down until eventually the Hurt Business come out like they promised. And they start brawling with Retribution. Uh, Drew and Keith Lee, they recover and they both hit toe-picking heroes, taking out the whole group on the floor. We just close the show with bodies laid out everywhere. Yeah, that was a weird ending. Um, McIntyre and Keith Lee, that's the money match for another time. Uh, well, I course. feel like fucking Keith Lee, every one of his matches has been ruined. Yeah. Except for uh, his there, first one against Orton. Yeah, the, the, the match against Randy where we were all holy shit. Um, yeah. and it's, it's a weird way to book someone of like, he, he keeps being in matches that end up getting disqualified yeah. or like, DQ, DQ, no, no contest, no contest. Uh, it's like they don't want him to lose, but they, they want him to be in these big matches. And we need retribution to fucking take off. But it, it is nice to hear, or to, and when I say take off, I mean take the mask off. Well, it is nice to <laughs> it is nice to hear um, or see that I think retribution. Oops, Jesus, dropped my pen. Yeah. When they come onto the scene, um, hurt business right is waiting is waiting right there for him. Retribution hurt business. Yeah, you know that could be a fun. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess not Clash of Champions, but maybe the next show after that, have a little four-on-four, five-on-five match or something. Yeah, or some kind of, uh, I guess, Survivor Series. Would, no, it's too far away. Um, <laughs> but yeah, something something to that effect. Hell in a Something to that effect. Yeah. Maybe Hurt Business can have a couple of women team up with them so they can yeah. uh, take on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so, so they can take on the other part and that'd be the Survivor Series. Anyways, that was uh, that was the first half of the show. That was Monday Night Raw. Yeah, that was where your main roster. We were we were in your face, Mike. I think it's about time that we take a bit of a break. Let's do that. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back with some trivia. Of course, we have the Wednesday Night War because it's back, baby. It's finally back. Yeah, and it uh, almost wasn't. They weren't sure about this Wednesday either. It was almost on a Thursday. We, god damn it, because of NBA. Right, that goddamn National Basketball, the Denver Nuggets Association. Uh, let's take the break, and we'll be back. Back here, second half. The Bo- the bottom half too. Also, you know, uh, the, the, that was the top half of the show. This is the bottom half of the show. Yeah, as baseball has taught us, you start at the top and on the bottom. How do they teach us that? Oh, because we're at the top of the inning, the bottom of the <laughs> inning. Yeah, this is the bottom right. of the. This is the bottom of the ninth, I guess, is where is a. Uh, no, I'm gonna say the uh, no. I'm gonna say the bottom of the sixth because didn't we or yeah. what? What's the inning? We we agreed at the seventh inning stretch, baseball should be over. 
But is that after the se- <laughs> is that after the seventh or before the seventh? I don't quite remember. Uh, what? When is the seventh inning stretch? Is it before oh, the I seventh inning or after the seventh inning? I think it's yeah. Before the beginning of the seventh inning. Before the beginning of the seventh inning. Ooh, that's fun to so. say. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, let's say this is the bottom of the sixth, and uh, baseball is going to be over soon because it's the second half of the show. Yeah. Let's the get- Blue Jays are in the playoffs. Oh, seriously? Well, they're going to be. Hopes. Oh, that's There's fine. like a dozen games left, and yeah, they're doing good. I uh, haven't looked at a baseball stat in I mean, years. To, they're the only team that can continue the Toronto championship streak. We're on, uh, so 2019 was the Raptors, mm-hmm. 2018 was the Toronto Marlies, 2017 right. was TFC. Yes. and the, So 2020 uh, is up for grabs, the Blue Jays, you got to do it. If, and, and if not the Blue Jays, yeah, that's uh, there's there's no one else. The Maple, yeah, the Maple Leafs year. can't do it. Nope. Uh, well, shouts out to you there, Blue Jays. Uh, keep swinging those bats, and it's time for us to go to. Uh, it's time for us to, as they would play a game of baseball. We're gonna play a game of our own. Um, it's not physical though. I mean, it might not be. I don't know, Mike. I don't know what your your questions could be. Like, hey, run around the block and come back. Um, <laughs> uh, let's play trivia. Trivia. Yes, let's play. I guess, and I guess you'd have to form in the question like, can you run around the block (laughs) and back? Mm. Um, Anyways, we got questions for each other, Mike. I think I have four questions for you this week. Uh, I'll give you one. I'll give you like five. Oh, fun. Okay. Maybe seven. We'll see. (laughs) Okay, let's go. (laughs) Kick it off. Okay, I'll kick it off. I got, you know, there's a lot of factions and staples heating up in the world of wrestling. Yes. So let's do some of the trivia related to... Faction trivia. Stables. Okay. So let's start off with, uh, you know, it may seem obvious, but may not. You may not know it. You may not know everything. Uh, But can you name the four horsemen? Um, God, it's the last one that always gets me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's like Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, and then the fourth guy. He's like, (laughs) he's like, he's, he's he's like the third tenor, you know? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We all know Pavarotti. We all know Placido Domingo. It's that third guy. The, uh, the Ringo star, the George Harrison. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Who, who, who would you who rank lower? It? Yeah, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm so confident on those other three. Um, oh, like yes, 100%. I, <laughs> it's yeah. that fourth one. Fuck. I can kind of picture him, uh, you know, standing there with the four sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's definitely the, the, the name that. <laughs> I can picture him. He's looking there, beefy, a little, uh, little greasy. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm never gonna I'm never gonna get it. I know those first three are right. I'm never gonna get the fourth. Yeah. Well, uh, the fourth one is Oli Anderson. Oli Anderson. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, those were the original. Of course, the group was revived later on, but it was you know much yeah, like any group. It comes and goes. There's but that's been not many, yeah, many of the iterations, but that's not a. It's not what we're counting. Damn, Oli Anderson's uh, brothers, presumably. I think so. That makes sense. Uh, and let me just follow up while we're on the subject. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say the four horsewomen. That'd be too easy, wouldn't it? 
That would be Becky, Charlotte, that, Sasha, and Bailey. Yeah, there you go. But uh, there is another four horse woman, the MMA version. Do you know who they are? Uh, yes, that would be Rhonda, Shayna, uh, Marina Shafir, and Jasmina Duke. That's right. Oh, yeah. Jasmine. Well, Jasmine, sorry. <laughs> Jasmina. Jasmina. Uh, but yes, you got it. You know. No, well, you know, you know I'm sure. waiting on the Marina Shafir. Uh, yeah, yeah you know. You, you know I'm waiting on you're following the family, apparently. Oh, the family. This kid, this they got a kid. I didn't even know they had a son. They got a kid. and uh, I didn't even know that she was the Marina until like last year when that feud happened. I never put two and two together. You never put two and two together, you know. But uh, yeah, tr- uh, this kid is, is uh, ready to take on um, somebody else's kid. Hit some of those big rising knee strikes. Or maybe, you know, a uh, manager-client situation with, with one of the, uh, the the Daniel Bryan daughter. There are so many possibilities. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right. Hit me. Okay, I'm gonna give you uh, today's trivia theme are the longest matches, the longest oh. uh, matches in WWE and WWF, of course, because there's okay. all sorts. There's all sorts. Japan. There's all sorts of shit going on over the world, <laughs> but um, I, I have like it's a, a classic clues and give me an answer. Sometimes I'll give you like a pick one to four. Sometimes I'm looking for <laughs> the wrestler. It, it, it all makes sense. Yes. Yes. Uh, so this one, this is a uh, this one we're looking we're talking about the longest non stipulation singles match in WWE. Longest non stip singles match. Yeah. So this is so gonna be no a, Iron Man, no Gauntlet, no Gauntlet, no Iron Man, no uh, handicap, whatever you want to whatever you want to yeah. say. Okay, I've already got one in mind. Got one in mind. Well, I have a few clues for you, and I'm looking okay. for who are the wrestlers. I'm just looking. Okay. For, that's the answer I'm looking for. Okay. Uh, so the match for uh, fans at home lasted for 55 minutes and 49 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was given four and a quarter stars by Meltzer, and was actually PWI's match of the year. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, it happened on a Monday Night Raw. In 2007. Right. Right. That confirms it. That confirms it. Okay. Uh, I had a few more clues for you, but Mike, uh, if you I think you know who the rest... I want to jump in to look fancy. Yeah. You... I'm going to say. Okay. John Cena versus Shawn Michaels. Ding, ding, ding. In an excellent, excellent match. You had, And, and you, you did it with two clues to spare. You know what? I. Uh... That's what, it was what I was thinking from the very beginning. And so you know what? Uh, Monday Night Raw <laughs> was the very first clue, and then I kind of like redid the clues in my mind. Yeah. Uh, but you that's got it. In... Yeah, that's... So it was an awesome match. I remember it started like halfway through the show. There were still like other matches to come, but they just wrestled the whole hour. They just went. They kept going. And it was an amazing match. So and that Shawn Michaels won clean. He beat Cena clean during the Super Cena era. Fifty-five minutes, which is fucked. Uh, so yeah. that was that's that's the longest w, non-stipulation WWE singles match uh, since the since the seventies. Yeah, and that's a hell of a match. Uh, so there you go. There you go. That was fun. Fun to think about that match. <laughs> All right. Fun to think. You were 15. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or 17. 17. <laughs> but. <laughs> um, all right. Next stable. Who were the three-man band? Also known as 3MB. Oh, 3MB. Yeah. If you didn't know, that's what it stood for. I had no clue that's what it stood for, and I totally wouldn't have got it, gotten it. 3MB. Um, Jinder Mahal, Drew McIntyre, 
And then either Heath Slater or Kurt Hawkins. Fuck these gingers. They all look alike. <laughs> um, I gotta try. I gotta picture which ones. Like in my head. Okay. I'm gonna say I. Uh, fuck. Heath Slater's the one that just showed up on Impact, and I'm pretty sure it was him. So I'm gonna say Heath Slater, Drew McIntyre, and Ginger. You got it. Got it. A jobber group that now has two world champions to its name. Yeah, two world. <laughs> Gender. Oh, the good the good years. Remember those? <laughs> oh boy. Alright. Now, next question uh, for you. Yes. Let's keep going. Um, Mike, we're talking about the longest uh, w- uh singles women's match in WWE slash WWF. So no rumbles. We're not talking rumbles. We're just talking singles matchups. Yeah. Longest women's singles match. Once again, no steps. Uh, for for this particular question, it doesn't matter because I'm gonna give you a series. Okay. Of, we're, it's, we're picking a one to four. How long you think it was? Oh, okay. okay so uh, this match was at Roadblock <laughs> 2016 for the Raw Women's Championship between Charlotte Flair and Sasha Banks. Oh yeah. Uh, my question for you: I'm gonna give you four times, and you have to tell me which how long the match was. So first, we have 32 minutes and six seconds. Next, we have 34 minutes and 45 seconds. Then we have 43 minutes and 5 seconds, or 38 minutes and 41 seconds. I'm going to go with the 34 minute. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Two for two on this one. You're right. Uh, And uh, to elaborate. I'm going to think, I think it was a 30-minute Iron Man match that went into Overman. Iron Woman match, Iron Michael. <laughs> Charlotte uh, Charlotte won. Charlotte retained with the figure eight, well, too. If, if it's Shasha and a title match on a pay-per-view, I know Charlotte She's, she's losing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is actually the longest women's singles match uh, in WWE. Oh, my God. You should see some of the shit that they do in Japan. Um, but this is the longest <laughs> one in WWEF time. It will be broken. Surely, surely it surely it might. Yeah. All right. Uh, my next question for you. Uh, you've probably heard of this group. I don't think you were watching during the time, but uh, you know, they're part of history, so you might know some stuff. Uh, can you name five members of the group known as Nexus? Nexus. So that was all of the NXT. It was a big like NXT thing, or it was like yeah. people coming up from there. So um, kind of like retribution without the costumes. Kind of like <laughs> kind of like retribution without the costumes. I know in my mind I see that match between. Uh, it was like wasn't it Randy and John against all of them? Yeah, there was like a big yeah big team match or something like that. A couple of those. A couple of those. Yeah. So uh, there was more. There was like 10, 12 members, but you only need to give me five. Okay, I don't need to give you five. Okay, and I'll take some of them have had name changes, but I'll take any any name of their gimmick you can give me. Okay, sure. Um, so <laughs> Wade Barrett, I know he was in charge. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna give that Wade Barrett. Um, I'm pretty sure uh, like previous Husky uh, the Husky Harris version of Bray Wyatt. That's right. That's right. Well, what was he? What was he actually called? Husky Harris. He was called Husky Harris. Oh yeah. shit! There you go. Uh, yeah. God, who else was on Nexus? They had a leader at one point, but I don't fucking know who the hell that was. Um, I want to say Slater again. I might say Slater again, I think. Yeah, yeah. There's three. There's three. And then after that, really nobody... 
like no, no no real faces come to mind maybe somebody like gender but maybe not uh fuck yeah there's some guys that went in and out okay yeah i'm going to i'm going to stick with those 3 i really got uh i really got i really got no one else all right well you nailed those 3 uh <laughs> justin gabriel do you know him uh i think the name sounds familiar yeah. i'm not sure david otanga you might remember him. Yes, of course. Uh, Daniel Bryan, you absolutely remember him. Oh, he was in. He was there. He was famously fired after choking Justin Robbins with his tie. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then he never came back to Nexus. Oh, okay. <laughs> but they did rehire him. Uh, and then Darren Young, Ryback was in it. Uh, Curtis Axel, who was known as Michael McGillicuddy, which is an awful name. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, John Cena and CM Punk were even in it for a little bit. Really? That's part of the storyline stuff. Wait, Curtis Axel. Oh, my God. Yeah, where's he been? The B-team guy, right? Did he get released? I don't even remember. Oh, God. Yeah, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. They're both somewhere. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways. Okay, okay, you okay, okay, okay. You got three. That's got a passing three. grade. I got three. That's <laughs> 60%, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Um, I got another question for you, uh, where we are talking the longest, uh, Royal Rumble with, with, with a couple, uh, with a couple side notes, um, no greatest Royal Rumbles, not the Saudi rumble. Uh, we are talking WWF. Roy we're talking about Royal Rumbles, you know, the pay-per-view. Uh, we're yeah. also not talking about the uh, – uh, we're, we're talking men only. I only say this because did you know that the Women's Royal Rumble from 2019 is the longest Royal Rumble ever? That's pretty cool. What was it's, it, like an hour 10? It was, it was uh, yeah, something like that. An hour 12 or something? 13? Yeah. Um, so, that, no, yeah. I, it, uh, it, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, the greatest one from Saudi, that's the top. And then the women's one is right under that. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. No, the women's, they're, they're two for two or three for three on Rumble so far. Yes. No, what was it? It was, I think there's two for two because they did Oscar. Three. Who was the? Oscar, Becky, Charlotte. Becky, right. Charlotte. How could I forget? <laughs> oh, my Charlotte God. Blip. Nah, it's, it's not a blip. <laughs> you keep well, it was the it. NXT title, so it was. Uh, so, okay, know, so we're, okay, so like I said, we're not looking at any of these women's rumbles. We're looking at the men, the man, the men's rumbles. Okay, so I'm going to yes. give you a series of clues, and what I'm looking for is the winner of that rumble. Okay. Okay. Once again, I, I have an idea, but I'll wait. Okay. 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 So you uh, went to the trouble. Uh, damn it, Mike! You know, I went to all the trouble. I wrote. No, out. I could be wrong though. I could be wrong, so these clues could save me. Okay. Uh, so here we go. Uh, CM Punk drew first and had the most eliminations with seven. So I'm already I'm already throwing out my other answer. So that's good. Uh, uh, so CM Punk had most eliminations. You said yes. Uh, and and uh, and, and well, he entered number he, one. He drew first. Yeah. So he came out number one, yeah. and had the most eliminations with seven. Okay. Uh, Diesel and Booker T were the two uh, free agents. You know, alumni that yeah. always come back. So are we looking for the year? I'm looking for the winner. The winner. Okay. And uh, well, I, I have one more clue. If you if you want the clue, or if you think you, if you think you uh, can gonna, do it, I'm gonna buzz in. You're buzzing for, in. Uh, I'm gonna go with Batista. You, you buzzed in a little too early, maybe. Uh, Roman Reigns. <laughs> do you want the fun? Do you want the? Do you want? Do you want the last couple clues? 
okay. Uh, okay. So uh, this may have been a this may have been a, a giveaway for you. They would go on to challenge for the world heavyweight championship, the big gold belt at WrestleMania. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And your last clue would have been it was actually a forty man rumble. Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Now I know. Alberto Del Rio. Alberto Del Rio, <laughs> baby, you yes. got it. No wonder I didn't think of the 40-man rumble because it was an awful winner. I hate telling you. Uh, it happened in 2011. The match was 69 minutes and 51 seconds. The longest non... Well, I mean, obviously, this was 40-man. Uh, yeah. Royal Rumble 2002 was the longest 30-man. But uh, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't find a way to make intriguing clues out of it. <laughs> yeah. But no, so the women's rumble still beats a 40-man rumble. Though. That's yeah, the impressive. 2019 women's rumble with Becky Lynch as champion is the longest Royal Rumble, like pay, Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Okay. All right. Next faction. This was during the Attitude Era to set the pace, set the time. Okay. Do you know who the group, the Radicals, were? The Radicals, no. Spelled with a Z. With well, with a, spelled with a Z. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was definitely thinking. I can see it written. I can paint a picture. It was four men, four men who jumped from WCW to WWE as a group called the Radicals. Who jumped? Jumped. Shit. Four men. Yeah. I feel like. And like I feel like if it was an NW no, because when NWO came over, they build them as NWO. Yeah. So it's not this the- was like four guys leaving WCW when the Monday Night War was still kind of happening, like two thousand. Left WCW for WWF or WWE. Yeah. Okay. Um fuck, I feel like it's gonna be some of the I feel like it's gonna be some of the cruiserweights. Like the, uh, like the, because who, oh, fuck, and I'm so bad with timelines, especially when people went back and forth. Like, I know Benoit was doing WCW, but it was like, did he flip-flop? Did he start in one and then end it in the other? I really don't remember, and I know guys like, I put like Eddie Guerrero in the same thing, where it was like, I know he was in both, but timelines are weird. Yeah. Um, and Jericho premiered by himself. Indeed. Indeed. So cut him out. So cut him out. Uh, but I think you're on a good trail. Yeah, you know what? My mind's thinking like guys like Benoit and Guerrero, but uh, I, I can't think of a 3-4. Uh, you know what? I'm going to throw out those two answers maybe to try to get 50% <laughs> and, uh, and then stop there. All right. Well, you got your 50%. No shit. Yes, Guerrero and Benoit are both there. And uh, the third, Dean Malenko. I'm sure you know the name. Know the name, yeah. And then the fourth, Perry Saturn. The Probably the least known well, of the yeah, I don't think I've heard of them. Yeah, had a fun little fun little gimmick here and there. And that's, and there was, wasn't there also a time where, like, people were going, people definitely, like, flip-flop flipped. Yeah, people jumped from one to the other. And, and Bret Hart ended up going there, but, like, right before the collapse or something like that? Uh, yeah, like, after the screw job, he went to WCW and then... He got injured there and kind of retired, but then he came back to WWE for like the Hall of Fame run and shit. Right. It seems so. Yeah. So much. So much changing back and forth. I'm glad that. Uh, I'm glad that we have two distinct wrestling companies now in North America. That. Uh, no, yeah. Once again, it's fun. Nobody's scratching each other's back. <laughs> Mike, I have one final question for you regarding times, time lengths. 
Okay. You know, uh, when it comes to matches ending, you know, of course, uh, the, 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 the time has run out on an Iron Man match, resulting in overtime or sometimes even a draw. Or, you know, sometimes time just runs out, like the Cody-Darby Allen match. Mm-hmm. Right? Sometimes all these things happen in the 60s and 70s. Uh, the WWWF imposed a particularly odd reason to uh, the um, to calling the ending of their main events at their Madison Square Garden house shows. Mike, my question for you is, what was their reason? A reason for calling an ending to their house shows? Yeah. To do with like time limits? Yeah. We're talking. Well, we're talking some pretty long things. There have to be some time limits. Uh, so I'm, uh, I'm asking you. I'm gonna say that uh, they had a curfew uh, because people had to take public transit to get home. They, <laughs> Mike, you're you're four for four today, bud. That's wow. exactly right. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, that was kind of a, a this happened to happen in the dark. <laughs> this happened three times. Uh, Bruno San Martino, Waldo Van Eric, Bruno San Martino, and Girl Monsoon. And Pedro Morales and Bruno San Martino, where it was actually called due to curfew. <laughs> Madison Square Garden's curfew ran out. Uh, the matches were 81 minutes, 70 minutes, and 65 wow. minutes and 5 seconds, respectively, before yeah. Madison Square Garden kicked them out. Wow. <laughs> Crazy shit. Fun. Nowadays. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that works nowadays. I mean, I know out of uh, you probably. Have I mean, to be, like oh. subways go to like two a.m. and shit, don't they? Exactly. Yeah, or one thirty-ish. I mean, there's Uber and long whatever. enough time for people to get home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll give you one final question here. Perfect. Uh, it might be the hardest one though. That's why we're ending with it. Glee. Uh, you know, the radicals. It was tough, but uh, this is another one. Attitude Era, maybe nineteen ninety-eight-ish. Uh, but this was actually a female group called PMS. Uh, so can you tell me what uh, those letters stood for and maybe who was in the group? PMS. Uh, <laughs> God, never heard of it. Um, PMS, I guess it, it's going to be a play. It's a play on words, <laughs> yeah. clearly. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think like. Please make sauce. Uh, P. No, I, I've got. I've got nothing. I've got. I've got no answers. <laughs> I'm gonna say, please make sauce. All right. Never heard. Well, never heard of these women before, but uh, that's my answer. They were known as the Pretty Mean Sisters. <laughs> the pretty. The okay. The, the Pretty Mean Sisters. Yeah, consisting of Jacqueline and Terry Runnels, the ex-wife of Dustin Rhodes. Oh, okay. The yeah. Dustin Rhodes. Dustin. Interesting. Yes. Dustin Runnels is his real name, so Terry Runnels is her real name. That makes sense. Yeah. But there you go. There's your uh, faction trivia. That was a lot of fun. Yes. Always a great time. That was a lot of fun. Some factions and some long ass matches. Well, let's keep moving on here with the show. We'll keep moving on here with the program because the Wednesday Night War hasn't been uh, an issue the past little while. You know, the playoffs are rolling. People are watching all sorts of sports all over the place. But it's great that we can finally hone in on Wednesday night and put these two stations to uh, to battle. Yeah, maybe. 
And let's kick off with, uh, I don't know, let's say NXT. NXT, what does it mean? I don't know, but it's good wrestling. So NXT, watch and see. Try to tap out a count out of one, two, three. Because I think prior to the show, or right at the beginning of the show, William Regal says, huge announcement. Right off He's the, the man. Adam Pierce would not be trusted with this kind of announcement. Well, I don't think that's Adam Pierce's job. I th- I truly think like and property. It never will be. I think property manager of the Thunderdome might be the best uh, thing to call him. But either way, um, if William Regal says it, it's gonna it's gonna kick off. Um, but we actually yeah, sorry, we kick off the show with a big singles match, non-title. Oh, yeah. Between Shotzi Blackheart and Io Shirai, two of the top stars in this insanely stacked in this world. division. In our free world. <laughs> in the free, goddammit, America. Uh, yeah, man. Talk about kicking off a show with a bang. This was a banger. Just some yeah, excellent wrestling here. They're going fast pace. Io's hitting springboard moonsault to the floor. Shotzi's getting tons of offense in, taking the champ to her limits. She hits this awesome, like, double underhook suplex into a bridge. Uh, big two count. She transitions over into her jackknife cattle mutilation. Shotzi's on fire. She hits a big hurricane run off the top rope, which scared me a little, that rotation. But they made it. Everybody's first hurricane run <laughs> is always going to scare you. Yeah, but uh, they scare me even more when they fight outside the ropes onto the edge of the ring apron. And then EO just hits a huge German suplex onto the edge of the ring. Shotzi does the Kota Abushi, just jumping straight back onto her head. <laughs> the uh, old Abushi trick. Yeah, it was awesome. And then EO picks her up, throws her back into the ring, hits the over the moonsault, but lands all legs very hard. <laughs> all right on the legs right on her stomach. <laughs> but uh, that gets the win for Shirai. But these women gave it their all. That was a fantastic match. Shotzi Blackheart. As a superstar, yeah, she'll be, uh, she'll be, she'll be on top of this division one day. Uh, you know, an think, intensely physical babyface matchup is always. Uh, I think she can be, she can be Becky Lynch, the man levels of over one day. Oh, you think Johnson. so? We're calling it now, right at episode ninety-two. Write it down now. Yeah. We're calling it. We're getting close to that uh, century mark. We're getting close to that big old hundo. We'll have to figure out. We still have eight weeks away. Actually, you know what? I yeah. think I did the math in my head, and uh, oddly enough, uh, I think the eight weeks away would coincide with my birthday. Actually, my, my, birthday's, wow. on, my birthday's on a Thursday <laughs> this year, so maybe uh, we'll try extra hard to make that happen. But either way, a uh, huge match that we just saw. Um, Shotzi Blackheart is so much more than her little tank and her ow, ow, ow. Oh, yeah. She's uh, awesome. She's, she's awesome, and what, 2020 and 2020 has to come uh, is, is fantastic. Yeah. You know, EO helps her to her feet after and they shake hands. Good moment. Wade Barrett really puts Shotzi over on commentary. Wade, Wade Barrett, Barrett, who's like official yeah. now. Maybe he was official He was last acting week. like he'd never seen her before. Was it, was Wade Barrett official last week? Or uh, official this week? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Morrow's gone. Barrett's in. So he's he's here for the long term and he's pretty good. He's so. pretty good. He's been doing NWA, uh, NWA coverage for a long hmm. time. Uh, but then we get Tommaso Ciampa taking on Desmond Troy. But we all know the deal here. Troy's just here to get uh, quickly destroyed by Ciampa. Hits the Willow's Bell. Gets the win. And uh, Ciampa had a bunch of little braids in his beard. 
Yeah, what's the deal with that? Look. Or like it looks like uh, <laughs> almost like a Jack the Jack Sparrow. Yeah, thing, like it was just like know? a bunch of little ones, like oddly placed. It was not I don't like know. it wasn't f- completely consistent. It yeah. wasn't. Uh, I guess it would take it would take way too long to do that. We're to still everybody. waiting for Champa to shave his beard, right? I mean, that's really. Oh, that would be so weird. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but then after the match, Jake Atlas comes out, cuts a promo on Ciampa. He wants a piece of him. Because I think he got attacked a week or two ago. Something he? something like that. Uh, yeah, newfound rival from a couple weeks back. So that will probably be a match yeah. we get next week. But then we get Austin Theory taking on Kushida, who was not fucking around. Kushida looked real good here. Aggressive, working over that arm, gets a quick tap out win with that hoverboard lock. I don't know what the I don't know what the booking deal with Kushida is like. Yeah, now he'll probably be gone for two months. And 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 and, <laughs> and that's the way it happens. Yeah, it's uh, you know, and I I feel like this exact same thing worked for uh, shit. What's his name? Uh, Kenta. What was he called? Uh, Hideo Itami. Uh, Hideo Itami. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel like it was that same kind of thing where it was like you would see him he'd put on a great match. Well, he would get injured all the time. That oh yeah. Just... Oh, sorry, that's correct. But, yeah, I'm, but I'm, no, I'm Kushida though. I mean, yeah. You know, when they use him, he can look great. And then there was, he, you know, because he was in the Dusty Rhodes Tag Tournament Classic uh, with Alex Shelley and then nothing yeah. and then back and, and then forth the and then cruiserweight in the Cruiserweights and then back. Uh, so what the what the heck? Yeah, hopefully we can get, I don't know, just like he, see he, him. He, he could stand with Johnny Gargano, Finn Balor, Adam Cole and not yeah, look out of let place. Him. Yeah, just let him go. Yeah. Let him go. Odd. Uh, but we got a NXT Tag Team Championship match here. Woo! Breezango defending against Imperium. Because they're the only teams in the division right now. I think. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I guess they're trying to build up Ah, uh, yeah. No, they're still Roddy and, or I guess, whatever. Um, yeah, you're right. Oh, my. What's happening with Tag? Okay, so uh, uh, on the other show... Like we can't, we we have too much tag wrestling. Yeah, it's too many. Contenders. Can we split this up? <laughs> we need to. Uh, yeah, if they could, you know, if if AEW could have some of the women and uh, WWE could have some of the tags. Tags. Oh, it would be perfect. It would be yeah. perfect. Yeah, the main event and mid card scene they got pretty even. So, but anyways, uh, anyways, yeah, fun little tag match. Brizongo been on a roll this last month or two and. Yeah, showing that they can be competitors, serious in the ring, and uh, still having some of that silliness. But yeah, I think that they, they came out as the uh, as the cops again. I think this week. Yeah, they had their you know that's their go to, I guess. The fashion police. Fashion police. That's what it was. <laughs> but uh, Breeze hits a hurricane rana, holds on for the three count, retains the titles. Fantastic. Yeah, you know this is their little run. It's their Enjoy l- it. Yeah. It's the only one you get. <laughs> everybody get everybody Probably. gets one. <laughs> Uh, but then we got another tag match. Jesse Kamea is taming up with Zia Lee to take on Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro. Uh, team K and K, they've been building up some chemistry the last little bit. Yeah, it's been a and, few weeks uh, of them on television. Yeah, and they get another win here after some combo of moves. Casey pins Zia. Zia. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Yeah, why not? And uh, we got another tag match. Oh my Feels God. like dynamite. <laughs> is this? Is this? Are we? Are we watching TNT right now? Because yeah, uh, they heard this us. is they the did. third straight tag match. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we got Bobby Fish and Roddy Strong taking on Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. But Dane says, "I don't want nothing to do with you, Drake." So he doesn't even come out to start the match. 
So uh, Maverick's getting dominated two on one until backstage Regal approaches Dane and says, hey, man, come on. I booked you in a match. Get out there. So Dane goes out to the ring, uh, just kind of tosses Drake, and then he goes to leave again. But then I think Undisputed Eric call him fat, so he gets angry and he attacks them. Officially entering the match, so uh, Dane starts running wild. Uh, Fish hits him with a chair, so there's a DQ. But then Dane and Drake just fight them all off, clear the ring. And Drake's all hyped up. He still wants them to be a team. But then Killian Dane just clops, clocks him in the face again and leaves. Yeah, what a weird, uh, what a weird, uh, what, what unlikely allies, all I was going to say. Um, Killian Dane looking more and more like, like a hairy, like big hairy Dean Ambrose. You know, with like with like <laughs> yeah. the wife beater and the jeans, uh, looking very much like that kind of character. Um, yeah, I like it better than his old gear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anything else I have to say? No, I don't think so. We have a takeover coming up though, October fourth. Yeah, I don't think it has a name yet. Oh no, I said that in such a high pitch. I'm sorry. I just I was like I was like breathing in <laughs> no, while I was saying it. I was like oh my god. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, take over uh, something. Take take over yet. something. So let's uh, let's build our way there. I wonder if maybe they'll move it over to the Thunderdome. Uh, maybe, maybe. Who knows? Uh, but uh, we go to the danger zone, the parking lot, as Champa attacks Jake Atlas, but then Kyle O'Reilly of all people stops him. So he's acting a little baby face here. And a couple weeks ago, I think we saw Kyle O'Reilly either in a singles match or doing something by himself, which is something that we just yeah. never see. Uh, but Kyle O'Reilly, single star, I mean, fucking find the clips on YouTube, dog. They're insane. <laughs> no, yeah. Kyle O'Reilly, and... Zack Sabre Jr. Check out him those and, matches. Uh, yeah. Zack Sabre Jr., where the hell has he been? Uh, I, I think he's a, he's a New Japan champion of some kind. Oh, yeah. The never open or whatever the fuck. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole both both seem like they're on the babyface trail, leaving Undisputed Era soon. It's only a matter of time. Or can't uh, may, may, what? Why can't the Undisputed Era all be happy and friends together instead of all having to be uh, having Fish to, having and to Roddy, be a bunch? They're bad guys. <laughs> they're bad influences. You think so? <laughs> it's that Bobby Fish. Yeah, that's who it is. Yeah. Uh, but William Regal gives us that big announcement we were promised. Because we're going to determine a number one contender for Finn Balor's NXT title. And we're going to get a new type of match. The Gauntlet Eliminator. Uh, what? So we get two, two men will start in the ring. And every four minutes, another man enters. The only way to eliminate them is pinfall or submission. Winner gets the title shot. Uh, we don't know exactly who's going to be in it. They kind of flashed some men on the screen. But I don't think they're all going to be in it. I don't know. Uh, women but the, on the screen. Huh? Women on the screen. No, the women are getting the battle royal. Oh, the women are getting. Oh, the women are getting the battle royal. Oh, I thought they were going to be eliminator gauntlet. Ah, oh, no, damn, no. that's cool. Yeah. I, that would have been. But they cool. are both happening, so that'll they're be both fun happening. Next week. Yeah, I thought that would have been. Yeah. I thought they were giving the cool new stip to the uh, to the women. I was like, eh. not this time, but oh, well. uh, you know, if it's a good, sounds fun. Sounds like the old video game rules for the battle royal when you turn off the over the rope elimination and just have pins and submissions. Oh really? Oh it's like uh it's like playing like a Royal Rumble but right it's like playing yeah. Tony Hawk with no gravity. 
<laughs> yeah. Or uh, Grand Theft Auto with the unlimited ammo cheat. <laughs> Have you seen the Tony Hawk remake that just came out? Yeah, I, bu- I bought it. I bought it last you week. You bought it? Oh, yeah. I was gonna. I'm thinking of getting it soon. It looks damn good. It's, but I'm getting. It's the it's the exact it's the exact same I game. Mean, exactly what you want. Yeah. So if you HD. like playing the old game, you will enjoy playing this game. I never played Tony Hawk yeah. One as a kid though, so I'm playing that one oh. first. Uh, yeah, go in order. You might as well. And uh, the online is very cool. It's uh, it just picks one. It puts you in like a party of like eight to ten people or whatever, and it puts mm-hmm. you in one park. And it's just rotating multiplayer game modes. So it'll be you know the two minute trick attack mode, and then it'll be you know there's a there's you know that that round finishes, and then immediately after it's like you know first to hit a fifty thousand point combo, and then it's graffiti, and it just cycles keeping you in the same lobby. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really like fat. You can you you can play six seven in a row and just be like, oh shit, that was <laughs> that was really easy. No no menu waiting, you know. Yeah, no, I'll definitely be getting it soon. Check it out. I've just always got so many games to play. That, <sighs> Mike, you're a, you know, you're sometimes a gamer. I can wait. You're a gamer. I know. I got that Game Pass now. A lot of these games come to Game Pass pretty quick. Oh really? Okay, so cool. It's nice. But anyways, uh, main event time. Because we got another title match, North American Championship here. Damian Priest defending against your boy, Timothy Thatcher. Thatchman. The Thatchman is here. The Thatchman uh, cometh. He's building you a house. He's got lots of thatch. <laughs> what's what's thatch? I think it's like wood or straw. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I played a video game and I saw it. Okay. Uh, anyways, fun matchup here. A nice little clash of styles. Two great wrestlers. A clash you know, of st- a clash of styles. Yeah, he's not st- a styles he's clash. Not a styles clash, yeah. Uh, but the Thatch Man, he's doing his grappling, his mat wrestling, and, uh, you know, Priest using his lanky goodness, hitting some big strikes, huge clothesline, uh, a spinning heel kick off the top rope, Ooh. which he caps off with the reckoning, and Priest gets the pinfall win, retain his title. Retain the title because it's, it's not your time to lose, but uh, a strong, yeah. strong main event. Yeah, Thatch Man gets to be in the main event again, so he's still looking good. Yeah, kudos to him, who who keeps who who continues to be uh, continues to, or continues to prove rather that he is one of the very best technical wrestlers. Um, dare I say in the world? Dare hey. I say, Michael? I double dare you. <sighs> Double dare. That means I gotta do it. That means I gotta do it. Um, yeah, we're waiting for that. Uh, I guess we're what? Are we waiting for that Daniel Bryan Timothy Thatcher match? Is that what we're waiting for? Oh, now now we've got some. Uh, now we've got some attention. Yeah, that's uh, that would be. You know, but I think you know. I think the Thatch man. He'll he'll get his time with his title. Of course, of course he will. Him and Cameron Grimes are the next. Grimey. Who we didn't see this week, but maybe he'll be in that gauntlet thing. Yeah, he deserved. Why? Why not? Why not? Why not? They both. It, it would be the battle of the uh, the coup de grace. <laughs> there you go. Right. Uh, and that's NXT. Yeah, that was that was that was the entire show. A fun main yeah. event and uh, a killer opener. Good, and, good uh, looking. Uh, good looking next week as well. Yeah, with these two with these two matches, uh, you know, proving to dynamite. Hey, we're here to stay, motherfuckers. Yeah. No more Super Tuesday. We're done with that. Shit. Wacky We're Wednesday. I do want a wacky Wednesday, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, like you said, that was NXT. That was all the time. Let's let's flip channels. Or if you're on your DVR, you know, maybe you can access your DVR because you had to choose which one do I want to watch. Do I want to watch NXT on the USA Network or do I want to move over to TNT and check out AEW Dynamite? 
Um, there was no colon. There was no subtitle to this week's AEW. They often do that, though. You know, they'll throw their. They have. They 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 threw their. It wasn't like their bash the beach, which yeah. is suddenly like a weekly Fight thing. Fight for the fallen was. <clears throat> And every time AEW does it, it or it feels way more natural than just suddenly hearing raw in your face. <laughs> Is that just me? Yeah. Is that just me? Well, they yeah, they usually put a little more effort in. Yeah, it's you, they'll change the set around a little bit yeah. uh, where, you know, Cody had his Miami Vice suit on. Even Super Tuesday worked, you know, cuz it's a new thing, but then just to hear and I and WWE <laughs> is notorious for tweeting out major changes. Uh, and just hearing, you know, in, in an internet post, raw in your face, just removes all excitement about it. Toward, ah, no, but anyways, we're, uh, we're not talking about Monday Night Raw. That happened way long ago. We're talking about AEW Dynamite. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Um, where, uh, like I said, you know, if, or like we said earlier on in the show, Tweety League champion uh, Tony Khan has promised us we're getting this badass main event. Santana Ortiz taking on the best friends in a parking lot fight. Uh, and we have ta- tons of other stuff going on. We got to get there first. Uh, yeah, I think uh, we didn't do Dynamite last week, but there's at least one or two things we got. to Boom. We missed the big debut. Drop it. The big debut. So uh, we remember we were promised the best man announcement from Kip Sabian. So he came out last week with Penelope Ford to make the announcement. Uh, we get a couple fake outs, like the big fat guy Puff and Brian Pillman Jr. But eventually, we get the proper best man, Miro. Of course, we all knew him as Rusev, but he's here. Miro, he's got his bleach blonde, slim shady hair, <laughs> uh, his Gucci Mickey Mouse t-shirt on. But, uh, yeah, he got a nice reaction from the small crowd was there. And just cut a promo about being stuck 10 years in the same house under the glass ceiling. Uh, the imaginary brass ring where you can take it, shove it up your ass. So some shots fired there. Oh, always with the shots fired, I guess uh, we knew. Did we know Rusev, Miro was Mi- Rusev? Oh, Jesus Christ. Now we got to do this again. <laughs> These motherfuckers, just start owning your name, and then I don't have to keep doing <laughs> this. Um... Yeah. I didn't. I, just, I, I didn't like forget about him. I just uh, it was it was a, and it was a, like an actual surprise. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't expecting him as the best man. I thought it was just gonna be a little thing, but here he is. We'll see what he can uh, see where he can go. Mm. And then I guess the only uh, other thing on the show last week, Tony Khan did a sit down interview with Hangman. And he's all depressed about losing yeah. the tag titles. We lost the tag titles. Or at first. At first, he was trying to give standard answers, like, oh, you know, I'm a little banged up. And he's like, cut the shit, Hangman. I don't want the real stuff. And he just told him, yeah, man. He started getting dark. He's like, I feel like I'm full of poison from head to toe. My demons. Yeah, this man is suffering. Jesus Christ, Uh, Hangman. And on the other side, JR interviewed Omega, and he's like, oh, you know, you win, you lose. I'm going to go as a singles competition now. Yeah, Kony, Kenny Omega is deflecting hard right now. And I don't know where deflecting is in the uh, <laughs> in the seven stages of grief. Um, is that the first is that the first D in Dabda? I don't know. Uh, Kenny Omega is deflecting hard. He's on commentary this week, too, where he starts doing the same thing. Yeah, we'll get there. But uh, and then I think there was also a TNT title match where Brody Lee defended against Dustin Rhodes. Another fun little match there. I think that was the week before. Uh, maybe I don't know. We I don't, I don't know. We, we got our destroyer, and Brody and Brody Lee walks away as champion. Yeah. So, anyways, that's all. Now we're all caught up. Let's move on here. 
Because we opened the show with, guess what? A tag, tag team, team wrestling. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, we got to make sure because it's 8 p.m. on the other network. We don't have tag team wrestling. Somebody no, needs but, to be having tag team wrestling. Yeah. Well, we know they're not going to have women's wrestling to open the show. That's for sure. Amen. Amen. Four men. Four men. Five uh, men. So, <laughs> Jurassic Express taking on FTR. And uh, the Young Bucks come out before the match can even start and just nail the ref with a double super kick. And then they walk backstage and toss a stack of bills to Tony Khan, who is there, to pay the inevitable fine. Tony uh, Khan. So that so he's that was our appearance. He's on screen. He's at his little gorilla position. He's got his monitor. A little headset. He had a little T-shirt. Uh, did yeah. not look like he's in charge in, in any way. Doesn't look like a billionaire. Does not look <laughs> like a billionaire. But he was there. Yeah. Um, but we do have it looks action. Like he works at Moore's. <laughs> we do have action in the ring, though. Uh, yeah. So we get our weekly fun opening tag bout. Uh, Luchasaurus just dives into the crowd, so he's out of the match, leaving Jungle Boy all alone, where FTR pin him with the illegal assist for extra leverage on that pin. The two of them. I think Tully got in there, too, and he was ripping them down. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, Young Bucks being bad boys. I think last week they super kicked poor Alex Marvez backstage and got fined for that as well. So we're two weeks straight on fines on the Young Bucks heel turn. Uh, It's been too long that, you know, the entire... The, the entire Bullet Club elite has been at the top. Uh, of course, Moxley, Omega, or Moxley, sorry, wow, sorry, Kenny Omega and Adam Hangman Page were just champions. Cody had a long, lengthy run, and the Young Bucks have been putting smiles on people's faces for months now. <laughs> it's yeah. time that all of that gets rewritten, and we see other people. Uh, God damn, what a great way. It took 10 seconds to further the Young Bucks heel turn storyline. Like, that's all it was. It wasn't like a, hey, everybody focus here. It wasn't like a, hey, let's stretch this out. It yeah. was like, it took 15 it seconds. Before the match started, the, they didn't interrupt before anything. Before they didn't interrupt anything. Uh, the match still got to happen, uh, you know, yeah. with a little greasy win there. But it still got to happen nonetheless. Yeah, uh, I like it. Yeah, all you on know, board. Like you said, being nice boys didn't get them any gold. So let's show it some edge. Why not? And then we cut backstage to Alex Marvez, who's on the scene of a partly broken Matt Hardy as he's just laying on the ground, clutching at his leg in pain. And then Jericho and Hager come up to taunt him. So I mean, he's not. At least he's not clutching at his head. Uh, yeah. In terms Presumably, of uh, someone. At, I don't know. Someone hit him with a crowbar, like the uh, Tanya Harding incident. Yeah. Uh, someone she gave him the someone. old Jeff Galuli. Uh, Is that the attacker? That's, that's the guy who did it. Yeah. <laughs> the. Um, <laughs> I think this also happened last week, I guess, while we're talking about the Matt Hardy stuff. He did come out, and he was like, thanks for your support. I'm fine. Yeah, he had a great promo last week. Of, like, of uh, like, I'm alive. I love you guys. Yeah, that that kind that of, really that kind of, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then we get Hangman Adam Page in singles action against Frankie Kazarian. And, uh, yeah, like we said earlier, Kenny Omega was on commentary, just making these little... These little jabs and remarks here and there Ken- as Hangman was going on. Kenny Omega is one of the most fascinating kayfabe <laughs> guys. Like, Kenny Omega talks, speaks everything like you're watching a play. or like, yeah. He doesn't talk like a normal person would talk. Or, or maybe it's just like the rest of them talk. 
It's like yeah, he's, the uh, way he composes himself and the way he thinks about everything, and that's a really good thing. <laughs> he he, yeah. he just has a really fun way of playing, of acting. I guess that's what it is, of playing kayfabe, and it's really refreshing. And I don't, I haven't seen it anywhere else. And no, and no, it was great. Anytime like Hangman would do a little thing, I'd be like, oh, this is where I'd come in and save the match or help Hangman or yeah, just a different. Just he's a, it's, <laughs> it's a different little... take. He's a whole he's a whole different guy. And the yeah. fact that we will be we're moving on to Kenny Omega Singles Man because we haven't seen that one winged angel in a long time. Yeah. So let's see it. Let's see it. Uh, back in the ring, eventually Hangman hits that buckshot lariat, gets the win. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. I think he drank a beer. <laughs> but then we get MJF taking on Sean Dean. Uh, but very quickly, MJF just pokes him in the eye, applies assault to the earth, gets a submission win in mere seconds. And then afterwards, he gets on the mic, cuts a promo, talks again about Moxley cheating and how he should still be undefeated. He should be the AEW world champ. And I agree. You, you, right. you did agree last week. I still agree. Hmm. Strip Moxley. Strip him. Yeah. You know, he agreed to it. The step. But anyways, <laughs> uh, MJF, he wants to be referred to as the undisputed, uncrowned champion. So he yells at Justin Roberts to announce him as such. And then he talks about all the stables here in AEW. But uh, yeah, maybe it's time this lone wolf joined a wolf pack. We'll see. I mean, we'll... He's, he's got Wardlow. Wardlow's standing right there. Yeah, he's got he's got some he's got someone <laughs> standing right there. Um, that'll be that'll be interesting to kind of carry forward a couple more uh, a couple more weeks, you know, to see what happens. Especially because it appears as though Chris Jericho and him do not like each other very much. Uh, at one point in the show, maybe it was like right here, uh, Eddie Kingston and Co came out. Yeah, that's where him and his buddies come out to um, cut a promo. Uh, so what? It's him, uh, Lucha Bros, and then Butcher and the Blade. Uh, so I guess they're a new stable. You know, maybe Moxley. Sorry, not Moxley. Wow, sorry. MJF could hit up that, you know, phone uh, call. Maybe. I don't know if he fits in. It's weird. Yeah, it's sort of like where does, <laughs> but he, maybe. where does he fit in? You know, MJF, Sean Spears? Because, I mean, Eddie Kingston's, yeah, Sean Spears. You just... <laughs> yeah. uh, Eddie Kingston, yeah, such a good mouthpiece, though. Yeah, st uh, you, I, you still cannot. I still cannot narrow down his accent. If I were to close my eyes, I could not. It's like I picture every it's like Brooklyn Latino. It's like I pick. Oh my God! Then with like somehow like a snatch, <laughs> like a Brad Pitt snatch in there somewhere. Uh, I have no uh, clue what's going on. Did that happen? Didn't that happen? They fucking took out a couple people in the crowd. Yeah, they cut another great promo, and he mentions uh, he mentioned it last week as well. He never lost the battle royal, which apparently. When you go back and watch the clip, he went under the rope before he got eliminated. So Yeah, and Lance Archer brings right. that up later on, I think. He says, like, doesn't yeah. fucking matter, bro. He's like, ah, yeah, I killed you. But anyways, uh, Eddie says, we're not a stable. We're not a faction. We are a family. Aww. And sometimes families fight. Yeah, that's what they should just call him. We'll just call him the family. <laughs> the hurt business is a family. Uh <laughs> but uh, yeah, then they do just they just start attacking people in the crowd and beat the shit out of them. Uh, yeah, then Eddie just closes by telling Blade, you got to get your house in order. What does that mean? Is his wife sleeping around on him or something? I'm not sure. Who knows? I don't know what that line meant. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, we got tag team action, private party, taking on Jericho and Jake Hager. Uh, just a fun little tag match here, you know? They got a good amount of time. The finish comes when Jericho hits the Judas effect on Cassidy and... He sells it like he's dying. His hand was twitching. He was convulsing. Yeah, it was like... 
Good sell. Jericho gets the three count. So Jericho and Hager, maybe they're uh, trying to climb the tag ranks here. Jericho needs something to do. Yeah, and uh, Sammy Guevara, who just keeps getting heat, uh, he'll probably be off television. Or, you know, he might be off TV for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we haven't seen him since he fell off the thing. No, well, we ha- no, we haven't seen him since the, uh, well, we saw him at All Out. Yeah, when he fell off the thing. Oh, I guess, yeah, he did, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, forgot to finish. <laughs> I didn't say what thing. But uh, anyways, we got a NWA women's title match on the show. Thunder Rose is back, defending against Eva Lise. And uh, yeah, I'm all for this, having this title here, having Thunder Rosa here. She's awesome. And Eva Lise has quietly racked up a nice 5-1 and one record here in AEW. So. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, huh. so she earned this title shot. And uh, yeah, it was a good match. I'll take any women's wrestling I can get on AEW. I thought this was a fantastic match. Thunder Rosa's yeah. like done. I th- she's great. She's had, more, she's had more good matches in AEW than possibly the rest of AEW. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they were looking good. Eva Lise putting up a good fight. But uh, Rosa... Hits a straight up tombstone pile driver, which looked really nice to get her the win. Yeah, it did. You know, sometimes it's nice. You don't always have to change it. Even least kicked out a little bit, which kind of bummed me she, out. Like lifted a leg. She lifted. Or like leg. it was like kind of like right <laughs> after. Yeah, she turned yeah. over. And I was she was like, trying to look strong and defeat. I was like, man, eh, that's what the old marks used to do. Hulk Hogan would be like, hey brother, I kick out at three. Oh, three <laughs> kick. I get it. I get it. So it looks like you just barely beat me. Maybe the ref screwed up and I did kick out. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, after the match, Ivelisse's partner, Diamante, attacks Rosa. So Sheeta gets in the ring and helps her out. But, yeah, hopefully, you know, I'd say just steal Rosa from NWA. Let's just keep her. <laughs> yeah, how does that work? How do we just steal them permanently? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but then they announce next Tuesday there's going to be a special one-hour episode of Dynamite. But there's still going to be a regular two-hour one on Wednesday. So that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh right, so it's right <laughs> after the playoffs, right after. Like, they're still, they're still dark, and now there's just this one-hour episode of Dynamite the day before, which is, yeah. Who knows, yeah, All I right. mean, you got the fucking, you have the talent, fucking use them, right? W- sure. There's so much talent that is getting paid by WWE that isn't doing anything for WWE, but between dark and, you know, the amount of tag matches we have on this fucking Wednesday night show, uh, AEW's really using their talent, <laughs> like, getting their money's worth out of the people. Yeah, and people are can. earning their money on the other side. Goes both ways. Uh, but then we get Lance Archer and Jake Roberts come out. Jake just cuts a promo, because uh, I guess they're going to set up a six-man tag for next week, so Lance needs two partners. And Taz comes out to talk about, uh, yeah, they made a deal earlier, I guess. So we're going to have Team Taz, Cage, and Starks join forces with Archer. Uh, and they have a deal where if Archer beats Moxley for the title, then Brian Cage gets the first shot. So uh, Archer cuts a promo on Moxley. Moxley comes in from the side of the arena, but then he gets jumped by Team Taz from the crowd. So they're beating up on Moxley. Uh, they throw him into this comically... Bad, badly made road case, which just falls apart like a cereal box. Like a plywood case. <laughs> it was like a, I don't know. And then new AEW signing, Will Hobbs, comes up with a chair to help out Mox. And then Moxley introduces Hobbs. He'll be one of his partners. And then he also calls on Darby Allen to be the third man so they can have that six-man tag next week. Oh, my God. This, this was huge. I've never seen somebody get put over 
in in such like a in, in this kind of way. I don't know. I don't want to maybe like label it or something, but John Moxley did a fantastic job of grabbing the microphone, calling on Will Hobbs, saying this guy's a badass motherfucker and he's going to be one of my partners next week. Uh, huge expectations for this. And then Will Hobbs did a great job in the Battle Royal, the casino. Yeah, uh, he was one of the standouts. He was really one of the standouts. And of course, Darby, always good match Allen. Uh, yeah. And the way that <laughs> all, all of these men have an issue with each other or, you know, or, or in some kind of different way, all six of these guys um, have been circling. This is going to be a hard, hard hitting affair. Yeah. And uh, at some point, I think they, yeah, they announced uh, Dynamite's anniversary show, October 14th. Mm -hmm. That's when Lance Archer's going to challenge Moxley for the title. Lance Archer's taking on Mox. Um, Brody Lee and Orange Cassidy for that TNT championship, I think, are the two matches. That's next week. No, that is also on the anniversary show, I think. I thought that was next week. It is? Ah, oh, fuck. I can't I remember. Either way, it's next One of us is right. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, one of us is right. So listen to one of us, but you should be watching AEW anyways. Um, cannot wait for uh, next week's main event, which which will inevitably be the six-man tag. Um, but let's get to this week's main event. Yeah, the, they're going to have a tough job trying to top this one. Uh, they really will. Because uh, like Tony Khan promised earlier on in the evening, this will be commercial-free. And I was checking my phone. I, I was watching this live, Michael. I was watching uh, this live. Live. Live from New York yeah. on a Wednesday night. And I was looking, and there was like 20 minutes of time left. And I was thinking to myself, shit, really? No, Let no, go. no commercials for 20 minutes. That's going to be fun. Um, of course, we have best friends taking on proud and, blah, 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 proud and powerful, showing up with their dead president's badass looking makeup. Yeah, um, that was cool. Because, of course, this has been going on for weeks. Uh, right, after, right, right after you talk shit about someone's mom, it is on. It's on. Yeah, Santana Ortiz, that white face paint, black look. Dead presidents, is that what they were? I know Tony Khan said that. Yeah, that that's they, the uh, that's that's. It was like an exact copy, or do you think it was just like similar looking? Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty damn close. It's from the movie. It's a um, it's a movie. Oh yeah, I know of it. Oh, isn't it also a band? Probably. I'm pretty sure it's a punk <laughs> band. A punk band, the Dead Presidents. Uh, anyways, they look awesome. They start brawling. They're surrounded by a ring of cars. Uh, there's weapons everywhere, like two by fours, wood. Uh, Ortiz gets shoved under the hood of the car and they slam it down and then Chucky e. T hits a flipping senton onto the hood, crushing Ortiz. And if that's not enough, then Trent afterwards hits another big senton. This hood is dented. I think Ortiz is probably dented too. I think everything's dead. I think five five cars by the end of this are just yeah. oh, uh, they were just undrivable. <laughs> Yeah, they probably just went to a wreck yard and were yeah, just there, like, hey. there was two of them, which uh, like they all looked like like 1999. Yeah, two of like one of them in particular was like a sunfire. Dodge Neon um, that <laughs> yeah. had like no hubcaps on it, like just the tires. Um, like clearly yeah. looked like old <laughs> shitty winter tires or something. Uh, yeah, what do you do? You go to a used car lot, fucking pick up the scraps. Let's beat the shit out of it. Yeah, so we got lots of car play. We had, uh, yeah, weapons, two by fours, the little extendable batons, Santana. The extendable baton. We get, um, yeah, two by fours Everyone was smashed bleeding. over the back. Uh, Trent gets power bombed into a fucking windshield. Blood's yeah, everywhere. That was a real windshield. That was, that was a, a real fucking windshield. Like, he was instantly just shards of at glass, one point, blood dripping from the back. At one point, Chuck Taylor like goes to chuck a hammer 
at uh or Santana, no, at Ortiz, and like it slips out of his hand, just goes straight through the fucking car windshield. Yeah, the sledgehammer just. Whoosh. Oh my god! Uh. This uh, <laughs> spot after spot, people are getting thrown on double yeah. uh, suplexes onto the roof, onto garbage Frog cans. They get a straight up just wooden door at one point. Set that up. Get speared through a the metal, wooden door. A metal fence. Yeah, like the kind, the kind the, you'd see at like a festival or something. Everyone was bleeding. Like Every, Ortiz, his oh, shoulder yeah. he got cut up from the door. Trent was bleeding from the arm. Uh, black eye was everyone. Jesus everyone was Christ! By the there anyway. was blood. Ever, there was blood <laughs> on the concrete because then the move. The yeah, move, there was just from that windshield. Because the maneuvers literally. then, of course, have to make their way onto the floor at some point. So then Trent's blood is just. I'm, I picture that some dude has to fucking spray that down later. Oh yeah, Jesus somebody better get Christ. the hose. Some but, got uh, the hose. Uh, blood everywhere. Oh my God. Uh, at one point, Chuck. He's taken out. He's on the ground, seated against the car. Uh, Santana's ready to bash his head in with a steel pipe. But then the truck opens up and out pops our bro, Orange Cassidy. And he's got a steel chain wrapped around his fist. So he nails Santana with a big orange punch. And then Chuck pile drives Santana onto the hood of a car. While Trent is on the back of the truck with, uh, yeah, there was a pickup truck with a sheet of plywood just laid across the back. And then he picks up Ortiz and hits the crunchy through the wood onto the back of the truck. Covers him for the three count. Best friends win. What a match. What a parking lot brawl. <laughs> and it had that same setup as that like Velveteen Adam Cole parking lot thing, but without but much better without execution. the pre-filmed element yeah. to it. Oh my god. Now, you know, was just, was Orange Cassidy in the trunk the whole time? Or do you think like he crawled in uh, there no. eventually? Yeah. I think it was one of those trunks <laughs> where you can like pull down the back seat and like slam And then somebody in. in the front seat like opens the trunk and then yeah. he pops yeah. out. That was such a that's such a fun and truly I I It was I, awesome. I didn't see the I I was watching the whole thing who the fuck's going to win this thing? Who is going to yeah. win? It, it felt like and the no commercials it, it just felt like a pay-per-view quality. It truly did. I haven't seen I haven't seen a uh, gimmick uh, you know this kind of a gimmick match. Uh this is the best one I've ever seen. I can't think of a better one. Ever? In my personal things that I've seen with my two eyeballs. Okay. Things- I, so you put this ahead of Undertaker, Mankind, Hell in a Cell? Um, I would almost call them different things. I would call that a the Hell in a Cell uh, match. You know, I mean, in okay. terms of like a... You mean like, like a, the cinematic stuff? No, even or just the, the off, the out of Outside ring, the, of the out ring. of ring brawl. Okay, okay. Uh, things that you um, you know, are meant to take place in the parking lot, uh, in the performance center. You know, right. <laughs> th- th- right. things that sort of, you know, find themselves outside of their <laughs> traditional wrestling match. God damn it. This was 20 minutes. I was fucking locked in the whole time. Yeah, this was awesome. Best friends get the big win. They're celebrating. And then Sue shows up in the minivan to pick up the boys. Take them out for Dairy Queen. <laughs> Take them to. What was the uh, milkshake place that was at uh, Davis and Leslie? Reed's, uh, Reed's Dairy. Dairy. Reed's oh, going to Reed's. Awesome. Going to Reed's Dairy after a fucking oh, football man. practice. Uh, but then the final topper, Sue stops the van, rolls down the window, and flips the bird before <laughs> driving off. So just a perfect ending. Oh, uh, and game. we fade to black. What a fan! What an incredible <laughs> ending to the definition of a cool mom. Oh so. yeah, picks picks your bloody your your son. Your son was just in a bloody fight, and they're like, okay, let's go to. <laughs> Go to Reed's Get pizza and Dairy Queen. <laughs> Yay! Thanks, Mrs. Trent. <laughs> yeah, she probably let them. You know, she let him and his friends drink beer in the house when they were sixteen. Yeah, that's why. 
yeah, fucking... just been a cool mom ever since day one. <laughs> and that was AEW, and that was Wednesday Night War. What a fun way to end off our Wednesday Night War. Yeah, fun, fun everything pretty much this week. Every show. Was you know what? Much. I gotta say, this is most, must, this might be the first time in a long where yeah, each show had something to compel me a little bit you know it's uh it's so refreshing when we're not either having a go home show or a uh a follow-up show you know we can just have a normal normal show (laughs) yeah um and that was all the time let's yeah let's get to our last little segment you know let's get to our last little bit of course some incredible performances this week but let's cram let's give ourselves uh let's let's give our wrestlers of the week wrestler of the week of the week wrestler of the I already know who yours is, so I'm going to kick off. So I'm going to say... <laughs> it was harder than you think. It, but it was yeah, harder I than I know. think, but I'm pretty sure I know who... Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure I know. Uh, so <laughs> so I'll start off with mine. Um, it was... it was. Uh, I, I got I got to give it to uh, this main event here of AEW. It was my favorite match of the week. Um, everyone put in some crazy bumps uh, there. But I got to give it to the winners because they won. Uh, you know, and uh, so I gotta give it to the best friends, the the wow, commune, wow, wow. C- the communally the best friends. Yeah, uh, rocked this one hell of a match, and uh, can't wait. I think they are s- fairly up there in the rankings. They are, yeah, they are they second be. or third up there. So who knows? They always stay pretty strong. Yeah, yeah, I'm all for it. Yes, the best friends. They were very high in contention this week for me. <laughs> You know, the Hurt Business had a great week as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, of course, Shotzi Blackheart, amazing performance on that NXT. The future of women's wrestling. Uh, everything. She's everything I could want in a wrestler. I already wrote it down. I al- everything I, I could want in a woman. I already wrote down Shotzi Blackheart. Even before <laughs> yeah. we started the show, I saw uh, that match yeah, and I thought to myself, fight. this is up Mike's alley. You're right. Shotzi All Blackheart right. will be a champion one day. She's just so yeah, everything about her. She wrestles great. She's got that unique look, uh, the fun entrance with the tank. Everything about her is just fun. Yeah, it's refreshing. It's new. It's not just somebody who thinks they're better than you. And the fi- and a fiery baby face uh, will always be a su- someone we can support, <laughs> right? Whether she she could find herself in in the, the NXT portion of the Survivor Series, hell, she could even find herself in finding herself into the Rumble. Oh yeah. I think she was in the Rumble this year. She may have been. Maybe the final four of the Rumble. Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> we can dream. She's, we can hope. She's awesome. Uh, another fantastic week. And that was the show. That was the that was the entire uh, that was the entire podcast. You have to rate, review, like, and subscribe. Though ninety two, we're we're honing in on that episode one hundred. We'll really have to, Mike. I think we need to individually think about something that can make happen. Uh, if nothing else, it does need to be. Well, if nothing else, it does need to be a a, a, a live show. Yeah, I think uh, we debut the top five segment. So you got eight episodes to think about it. You got to come up with your top five wrestlers of all time. All time. Oh, my all God. Time. No restrictions, no boundaries. Men, women, all time. Wow. Uh, this is this is really exciting, folks. It's big. 
Yeah, it's hundreds, if not thousands, of people to choose from. Uh, I got to open like I need like a thesaur, uh, an encyclopedia of just wrestlers A through Z. Um, maybe even refer <laughs> back to some previous trivia that may have had some, uh, you know, some wrestlers I've never, I've, I'll forget. Well, I'm sure there's some in your heart that you already know are on that list. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, this will be this will be a lot of fun though. The countdown to 100 is on. Uh, that's all the time we have for the podcast this week. Uh, next week though, we'll be talking Clash of Champions uh, Gold rush so you're gonna want to stick around for that and uh i guess mike i guess we'll talk i guess we'll talk to you next week that's my mama (laughs) 